Super Gamecast 2 with your host, Aaron Reynolds. Welcome, everybody, to Super Gamecast 2. We're live from Queens. At least a third of us is. Hey, Thomas. Right. How you doing, bud? It's been a while. It has been a while. What's happening, babies? Shit, it's Sunday. I'm it's, tired. It's I want to die. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sunday morning, and I was at a birthday party most of the day yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Oh. It was it was a good it was a good time it was a good time nearly anything, yeah. anything special happened at that birthday party Bronson Fury of Super Gamecraft a grease fire happened <laughs> oh, awesome. oh that's a great event <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, hi story. everyone this, this is, is why you need to get yeah. bar- this is why you, if you're gonna get a a propane barbecue get a, get a drip tray people mm. it's not that okay. hard smart oh man I went to uh, a friend's place in uh, Post Falls, Idaho, and we got, like, bought, like, a barbecue, and, like, they were, like, trying to turn the propane off. I forget what happened, but, like, it was, like, the the knob came off or something, and I just hear, uh-oh, and took off a bit of my friend's eyebrow. That was good. Oh. Was a, yeah. Oh. And we were like trying to call other people, trying to figure out what the hell happened with our barbecue. And the person we called was like, "Do it again! I want to see it." It's like, "Fuck no! You're out of your fucking mind! You're lucky we got this all turned off." Oh, uh, that's fire's fun. Propane. Propane. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it actually is easier to control than than uh, fucking uh, charcoal, but. Uh, but sure. you know, in that that case, and in our case, it's just like, you know, like to, to be fair, most of the time you don't. You, you even with a regular propane grill, if you don't do a trip tray, you won't have any. You won't have these issues, but sure, you know, that's this, what happened. This is why you use like charcoal and wood. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you the- if you want, if you want the best of both worlds, you do mm. a propane grill with wood chips. Because mm-hmm. then you get the control of a uh, like segmentation of propane with that mm. smoky flavor you would normally get from charcoal. Man, That's, if you want just, to just just learn how to cook with the charcoal and the wood chips, man. That's it. <laughs> that's all you. That's all you got to do. I'm from New York, and I barbecue with that shit. Like, I am. I'm, I'm from I the make a fu- brisket. Look, man. I, I you know I'm trying to live in the future. Uh, yeah. Future's yeah. electric, my friend. The 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 cyborg future. I mean, the cyborg. Am I wrong? Future. I mean, yeah, they'll probably make it a really sweet electric grill at some point. Good morning, Emily, in the chat. Mod good mommy. morning. Tomorrow. Oh, good lord. Oh, and uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. And we we have our own mod mommy in the chat. That'd be uh, <laughs> uh, Thomas. You weren't there for this, but. Uh, she, we were talking about Resident Evil, and something and something came up, and she had just become our our lovely mod of our two mods, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mod mommy, mod mommy. I, I don't know who is enforcing this this naming. <laughs> I, you know, I just let it go, just let it be free. Um. So. So yeah, I had something. I had something on the tip of my tongue, and I lost it. Oh, I'm gonna play Hades later today, which is a game involving two moms. Your character has two moms, so okay, there you go. we're going to celebrate Nyx and Persephone. Appropriate. Man, going... you're still playing Hades? Hell yeah, I'm still playing Hades. That game's great. Um, <laughs> I also still have not 
gotten to the epilogue. Like, I got the credits and everything, but there's something you can achieve afterwards, and I'm not fucking there yet. So, <laughs> um, I am, still going. So, I am currently, um, like, my mother lives across the country. She got her gift in the mail. I'm going to call her after this. Same with my grandmother. Yep. And then, yep. That's, that's, that's it. So, I'll we'll call your ma'am. Yeah. yeah, do it. <clears throat> or you could be like you could be like mine, who's gonna wait for her call, but probably text me a thousand times. Hello, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> while I know, I'm doing, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm podcast. I'm sorry, um, Mom. I'm sorry. I just see, look. Go have see, fun with your little games. See, I I yeah. finally got to the point in my life where everyone knows that my mo- my morning is black on Sunday morning is blacked out. Yep. Yep. It took, it it took forever, but I finally got to happen. Um, <laughs> So, so hey, so part of our our new setup now, I believe this is our new setup. I I assume Bronson is, you know, we we introduce ourselves, we get comfortable, we uh, get acclimated, and then we jump into the news because that's what the people are here for. Yes. Yeah, so we we realize that this is primarily a news show, mm-hmm. and we are like, man, having having to hear about our lives and our personal shit for like thirty minutes may kind of. <laughs> Kill the boner for new listeners. Thirty minutes is generous sometimes. That's <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It can it can go on, especially when when we're playing is like a new game. Which, yeah, like unless like, like a very hot new release is currently happening, or there's yeah. some crazy story like that time I nearly bled to death before the show. Yeah, it was fun. Um, <laughs> we're gonna put the news at the forefront. Yes. So and then, and that'll be what you've been playing, and then if we have a topic of the week, a topic of the week. So, yep. yep. Um, so, uh, first news story affected Aaron and I in a big, big way. Uh, for those, for those just, yeah, that was my, for, I thought it was a prank at first. Because, uh, so have you, have you been in the giant bomb, like, Facebook group or Reddit and, like, see the Brad's leaving jokes? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I got tagged in the post that, like, Oh, Vinny, Vinny, Jeff, and Brad are leaving by Ray, and I'm like, what Vinny, the fuck? Alex, and Brad. Oh, sorry, Vinny, Alex, and Brad. Sorry, um, are leaving by Ray, and I'm like, this is a fucking joke post. What the fuck are you doing? And then <laughs> I like looked for a minute. And I'm like, and like went on their site. You know, like for some reason, I just had a feeling like, oh, they added two people this time. This meme's really getting some steam again, eh? And I mm-hmm. checked the website, and it's fucking real. And I checked Twitter, it's real, and I, like, apologized to Ray, and I'm like, oh my god, no! <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, to say that those dudes had an influence on this show would be uh, under understated in a big Vast way. Vast understatement. Yeah, uh, like... Wow. Yeah, like, uh, no, like, it, dude, oh, god... So, okay, to, to explain fully for everyone, and I know we've mentioned this a couple times, but this is the time to lay it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started uh, Super Gamecraft on, in a Halo 3 map. I forget the name of the map. The desert one. Not the desert one. It was High Ground. Uh, high Ground. High Ground. Yep. And Good map. <laughs> we, uh, we were just playing, and we talked about doing like some video game coverage. And... That's the, what came out of that was GameCraft. And that was, you know, general, you know, industry coverage, but like mostly reviews. 
uh, was well, what we yeah, were doing, like, and then we you guys were, were doing we the were podcast. hamstrung by, like, text. Yeah. Yeah, that, that of the time, like you know, unless you had the the tech and the money, which as high schoolers we did not. Um, um, it was very much like here. Let's start this free webs website. And it, it, if, if you want to talk about the best part of that era, is the first set of podcasts being recorded on a rock band mic that was being passed around. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. And okay. then we got our first omnidirectional mic. Which shout out, shout out to Sony and the PS3 for this. <laughs> sure. Uh, which what it was is we hooked. Uh, so the place, so the PS3 had this free software called iCreate, where you mm-hmm. could use the PlayStation I to make stuff or record audio as well. Even so, we hooked the PlayStation I up to my PS3, and we would record me, Anthony, and Quinn, Joe, and. Aaron when he was in town on the podcast mm-hmm. with the PS3 and then we'd export it Anthony would clean it up and post it to a podcast service called Podomatic man um, wow. we actually did end up in the top 20 podcasts on Podomatic damn so, sure yeah so, uh, so yeah the problem with Podomatic though is because we didn't have the money to pay for any service at all uh, we had to delete episodes every like ten episodes. Oh, oh yeah. So old internet. Yeah. Uh, so Sound yeah. But like, and then like we were starting to get a little traction on our YouTube, and like a couple videos going over the couple hundred mark, branching into the thousand mark. And I was like, you know, we we need to partner with someone and start networking with someone. Um. And we fell into the gamer access, and mm-hmm. you know that led to a bunch of different places, um, and like that led to going to E three and like doing coverage. But the entire time Aaron and I are doing coverage, we are modeling it very similarly to Giant Bomb. We 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 like we always the entire that, time the enti- almost the entire time we thought those dudes were very ahead of the curve. They were, um, yeah, and are in some way still. Um, <laughs> You know, and uh, they, they also like never sold out the way um, you know so, some not not in the like to the publisher way uh, for no, sure. Yeah, like not mm. in the way that like and and I sent you guys a video about this earlier. Earlier, we like where like po- like it's always gross to me when I see like a a person who is supposed to be like reviewing games and like doing commentary on games like go to like host like the game awards or like go do a thing for like a publisher like you'll see you know you'll see like certain people in our industry go do events as like a host for them and i'm like wow that's gross that's that's not at all how that's supposed to work but Greg uh, Miller. But you, but <laughs> there, you, there's a there is a way to get it done. You need like a Mace Windu esque person to be able to balance those two forces. Uh, <laughs> but you also need an industry that is willing to let that happen. Like like Ricky Gervais can like you need that kind of situation to make that happen. Like be okay with getting grilled live. Um, and which, very few people can handle that. Which and, most of the, and most of the time it's not. Like you know you bring up Greg and I and I like Greg. 
Um, you know, the one time I got to meet him in person, he was super nice to me. Uh, you know, he's, he seems like a good, personable dude. But uh, on the other side of that, like, yeah, like you, you totally see him like hosting like an event for this publisher. And I get why, because like in the case of his company, they have so many people staffed it kind of funny now. Like yeah. they, they have, so, they got, they got, you know, they got bills to pay, they got mouths to feed. Um, my, my thing was, is like, I, I, I never understood that then like, don't grow your company to that point. If you, if that's how you got to sustain it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the kind of funny situation very well, but, uh, the way it blew up, like I assumed it was. You know, because they were just making that much money. But if they're taking deals like that, I wonder. Well, yeah, because like this plan was like, yeah, like and like every year they have that like fundraising thing they do. Oh yeah, and like we need, we it, need your it, help. You know, and then like that on top, and it's because like you know how many shows are they running right now? Uh, let me, God, yeah. Lord, they have so many shows. They're running. they have a ridiculous amount of shows. They, uh, do, they do the I, Daily News show. They have their movie show. They have their, um, you know, they have their PlayStation show. They have their main. They have their main game show. They have like they just have so much shit, and yeah. like so many different hosts, and they're always bringing in guest hosts. And it's and the, it's not to say this content is bad. Like a, a lot of it can be fairly engaging. It's just it like that means they also have to take you know these deals. That right. are, you know, in in my opinion, that if you are a person reviewing games, you should not take them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Giant Bomb, like, never... This, this, goes, this goes back to Giant Bomb, where it was like, all right, we have a subscription service. Uh, we have a monthly rate. We have a yearly rate. Uh, we do a big live live show, or at least they used to, uh, every year to try and, uh, you know, drum up some interest in in the subscription model. But otherwise, like... Well, and, and to, to to be fair, like they they got they got bought by CBS because eventually, yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't. It, I guess that doesn't like cover all the bills. Um, you know, like, it's like, a shame. Like, but yeah, like, like they stayed going. Them and Whiskey Media were independent for what, like, four years. Yeah, and then they that was a hell of a time, man. Yeah, and that was and that was a super fun time, and that was good stuff. But like, even after they got like bought by like CBS. And before that, like, it was never this, like, oh, hey, let's go do work for the developer and the publisher. Well, so uh, so that's what's interesting about Giant Bomb and what defines it is that, like, you know, as the people I'm talking here with know, uh, you know, Jeff was fired for giving Kane and Lynch a bad review uh-huh. while GameSpot had a Kane and Lynch ads all over the website. Uh, and GameSpot, or it was... Was it the publisher? Was it the the the, the, the publisher went to like complain to, to GameSpot, bi- complained to the yeah. business side of GameSpot and GameSpot's yep. new management at the time, yep. and Jeff was already in hot water because Sony ran a bunch of Ratchet and Clank ads all over fucking GameSpot's website, and uh, the person under Jeff gave it a seven point five, and Sony right. complained. And <laughs> right. the the people at GameSpot's marketing department at the time uh, were like, "What are you guys doing?" And we're like, um, "You obviously don't know what our jobs are." Right. And yeah. Jeff, uh, you know, took took the hit for that and got fired, and that caused GameSpot's mass exodus of talent. Right. Yeah. Um, Good and, time. Uh, and, and yeah, and that's how that's how Giant Bomb was started was being like. And this is something that uh, in a video he put out recently, like, what is Giant Bomb? 
honest takes on games, honest reviews. Like that was that's kind of the defining thing of Giant Bomb. Like very genuine people, like with their takes on games and their interests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and, and like especially during those those you know pirate radio years uh, early on, it was just like. You know, they were still very much doing like their traditional GameSpot stuff where they're getting on video and they're talking well, that's, and they that's got the re- that, reviews. That's because that's what coverage was at the time. <laughs> well, exactly. But but again, it was like things started changing, especially because their big thing was quick looks. And it was just, you know, throwing out, you know, hour to sometimes two hour long videos of a video game. Uh, In if, 2009, you know, would, which. Yeah, if people I, would let I, them. I remember when we tried to introduce that uh, when we when we went to oh. the Gamer Access and just the fight from literally every other person from from the the owner to our co-editors to the people in production like just being like what the fuck are you talking about an hour long video <laughs> uh, like and, and the compromise that had to be made that <sighs> just to this day I would be fucking pissed at that it did get overturned years later mm-hmm. was okay we need to cut these th- so what we did is we 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 copied the quick look format which was like an hour to 2 hours of video straight of a game like the the interesting bits of a game to know whether you should purchase it or not it was called uh, 60 minute access i believe yes mm-hmm. um and uh, we wanted to call it quickies by the way <laughs> I remember uh, that. <laughs> which fucking got overruled on that too, but hey. Damn. Um well, it was a vote of like 5 to 2. So, wow. You know, yeah. They didn't have the foresight. The ch- the children <laughs> were in the minority on that one. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh so so we so we oh, What what really did it in Bronson? What well, really, what did, really did it? 60, 60 minute access is we were posting it in fifteen minute chunks for an hour to ninety minutes of video. So, like one episode of sixty minute access, fifteen minutes of it would go up on Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, then Thursday, and then sometimes Friday if it was a really long one. And this just kills the whole idea of what this is because you're supposed to get an hour long or two hours long in some cases of a video game. And the only thing this help this doesn't even help the numbers. Cause if you would go and watch 60 minute accesses numbers for the week, they would get less with each episode. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's not helping the numbers. <laughs> There's no point in this. And, and what people can do is they go to watch, they get 15 minutes worth, and they say, come back Tuesday, and the person watching says, fuck that. There are dozens of people putting out long-form videos at this point now of of this game. I'm going to go look that up. And we've lost that person. Like, and, that's- then like, and, and, and it's just this thing that just like I just fought and fought and fought for. And mm-hmm. just like the, like the argument was... At the time, and at the time, it may have been true that like no, like fifteen minute videos is what the algorithm wants. Fifteen minute <laughs> videos is what the audience wants. Like, do do you ever watch you know an hour long or two hour long fucking thing? And you know, you know, like a lot of our a lot of people on our staff said no, and Aaron and I of course said we have been for two years. 
three yep. years. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, they, and and they were right. They were right. You have fucking like these long ass videos everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you know, but you at go, the time, yeah. Last Stand Media just posted a two hour and fifty two minute video. Woo. Oh, wow. HR Ninja. I've had commenters early on when I was uploading to YouTube telling me to break things up into 15, 20 minute chunks. This is like five years ago. And they're fucking idiots. That's crazy. (laughs) That's that's five years ago. Five years ago was when the algorithm really switched on YouTube and like was favoring like, hey, man, upload as much as possible as often as possible. Right. Um fucking idiots man it was yeah um, that was yeah there no was i believe that youtube like limited how long your video could be that that was that's that st- times yeah but like you could get around that we did um, <laughs> there are there were ways to get around that but um, yeah so like it, it, it's just but yeah like they, they you know that's you know so we and then you know i i carried that banner my entire time there and then Aaron, sure. Aaron left midway through uh, to yeah. go pursue his own stuff for a while. Uh, and, and, like, I, you know, I assumed you carried the banner wherever you went. Um, uh, man, people who don't give a shit about, like, like traditional games coverage know I give a shit about Giant Bomb, like, and what they did. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, and, you know, the entire time I was there, I was just like, you know, I'm like long form video, long form podcast, honest discussion. Yep. Um, you know, like I'm willing to take sponsorships, but not from publishers. You know, like it's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, and that was like Giant Bomb's whole deal. Like, mm-hmm. and it was awesome, and it was for. You know, a lot of people will tell you that it was ahead of the time, and I think in in many cases uh, that is true. I think some of it's like. It was happening during the wave of it happening on like the consumer level on YouTube and not necessarily uh, the bigger, the bigger websites, the big websites, I think were farther behind both of them. Oh, I, um, I think, yeah, like I think the, and it tells you how many of those dropped off. I mean, how many of those died? Like, dude, tons. Tons yeah. of those sites died during that time period. Yeah, almost uh, all of them. Like, <laughs> uh, what, was, what was that site that Alex and Brad worked for for a while? Crunchy? No. Oh man, I, he just crispy gaming. Crispy gamer. That's it. Crispy, crispy gamer. gamer. Dead. One up. Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Game like all the you know every print print magazine and their website. Dead. Like uh, is Destructoid still alive? Destructoid's still around. There. Um, okay. So fun fact. Joystick. Fun, fun joystick. Dead. Joystick. joystick was huge too. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That was like an institution. Destructoid's still around. Fun fact about Destructoid: uh, Destructoid was bought by the people that uh, nearly bought us. Yeah, when, uh, when I was at the Gamer Access. Oh wow! So yeah, that was a the, yeah, like that was <clears throat> fuck. I haven't heard the name Joystick in years. Um, right, but oh, yeah, like man. that. That was a that was a big fucking deal, and like only the biggest of the big survived that shit, or like YouTube creators and people who made the pivot, you know? Um, right. And, and, and that was the other part of like the giant bomb formula that one, like really worked for them. And two was like ahead of the time was, it was these personalities. They were these big personalities that interacted really well together. 
and you could pair them up in different ways and they were all funny on top of being informative uh, and knowing that they were all experienced in how the game industry worked. Uh, so you got them, you know, at E3, you got them on a day or on a weekly podcast, you got them in quick looks, you got them in, you that, know, weekly that video E3, setups, that, and it always e worked. Like their E3 coverage is still the best E3 coverage. And here's why. Here's why. They, they, they do the interview thing, mm -hmm. but they get the devs into their studio slash couch after hours yep. and get the interviews there. Yep. And that it's just the the devs are way more relaxed. They give more honest interviews. Um, you know, like you look at those Phil Spencer interviews the past three years. That's oh, my favorite. They're great. They're the what they're like. They became one of my highlights at E three. And yeah. um, you know, Thomas and I have done the the E three review inter interview thing, mm -hmm. and it, it, it's very much it like when you're on the show floor, it's just different. It's oh, way yeah. it's way more stimulus. It's way more. They have chaos. handlers. It's chaos. chaos. <laughs> uh, they have handlers to add on top of that. Fucking oh. Uh, oh! I gotta tell you the story. Of the Namco booth. All right. Okay. We have an appointment middle of the day on the last day of the show. Show. I wanted to get a head start on if we could get interviews because like the appointment was just to see demos and play the games, mm -hmm. and. I asked the person at the front desk. They say no. Second day, same thing. Third day before our our thing, say no. Get in, watch the presentations, play our demos, and then I asked the de the guy who's ran the demos. Yo, are you guys taking interviews? He's like, yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta know. You gotta know how. You gotta know the right people. Yeah, like get it, to the right people. And like to be fair, they they did have the advantage of you know Jeff being in the industry is like knowing everybody yep essentially and, and that's the thing yeah. about those interviews when they got devs in is that jeff it was started as ryan and then went to jeff and both of them had the same quality of they knew how the industry worked they knew how to ask the right questions to get people to open up and all that mm -hmm. and at the same time they're fucking hilarious monsters and they can you know have a real ridiculous fun time uh you know and create that relaxed setting where everyone feels welcome and so it, it gets people to open up. Um, and again, it goes back to those, those Phil Spencer uh, bits, just seeing them. You know, obviously, they, they made that a bit more formal. They, like, got everyone out, and it was just Jeff and Phil talking. But uh, it was it was awesome. And it was a, a kind of vibe that you didn't get anywhere else. It's, it, that was the same place where you can get, you know, PlayStation rep Adam Boys beatboxing to John Carlo Veronini rapping some nonsense. Uh, <laughs> just... I, God, just like so good. here's this demo of this awesome indie game you haven't heard of, and then oh hey, we just we just leaked Dave Lang's phone number. Uh, like, <laughs> CEO of Iron Galaxy Games, uh, Dive Kick Publisher, Dave Lang's phone number's out there. Text him. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that was a hell of a time. Um, yeah, and like that's the kind of vibe we always tried to have. Uh, doing this, and that's the, you know, the, the, you know, it's, it, and, and like, I'm sure that a lot of that vibe will be kept well alive with Jeff and then whatever new people he brings in. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and it's just like, it's so sad to see it go, especially because, like, part of my life, good and bad since 2008. And if we're being realistic, I followed them from GameSpot, so even longer. Yeah. Um, you know, like, 
Uh, so like uh, for you know ba- basically most of my 16 like years like yeah like 16 years of my life basically has been you know fo- following john you know jeff and his merry band of you know game coverage. garbage boys yeah basically and <laughs> uh you know so so yeah like it, it, it's one of those things where like you know it's it's gonna be weird it's gonna be it's weird. It's gonna be not, really weird. Not to like, oh, it's Tuesday. I had a rough day at work. Let's go listen to Jeff, Alex, Vinny, etc. Yeah, talk about video games and like, um, you know, and, and watching that last stream was heartbreaking. Watching that last yep. Beastcast was heartbreaking. That last drumming stream. I watched all the content this week during this, <laughs> and just like, I'm just like, this hurts. It hurts. Wow. It was it was weird when Vinny left for East, and then it was Jeff Jeff and Brad on the main show. And I was like, but I was like, okay, that's we got two. Those two are are good for informative stuff. And then you know Jeff, you know over time uh, has got a bit more energetic and brought something you know brought Brad out of it a bit, um, out of his shell because when he first started, that man was just dude. Watching that video of Brad's first like reviews <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> it's so good which and that was kind of the vibe that brad had going in and like being at giant bomb opened him up more and more and more and it was beautiful to see um right oh god it was so good and then th- but like like you were saying earlier like i can there's a timeline for like my life i remember moving to maryland and like we i continued working on the gamecraft website with y'all but it was i was separated from everyone and i remember i had to go on a family uh, road trip uh, in December, and you said, "Hey, you should listen to this uh, show called the Giant Bombcast. Uh, it's a podcast." And I remember as I'm loading it onto my iPod, I'm thinking, "What the fuck is a podcast?" And I, I, <laughs> I 2008, threw, I everybody. Yeah, 2008. Look, yeah. all right. Um, so I threw it on, and uh, like I just start hearing music or something. So I said, okay, I guess it's audio. All right, clip it down and. It was, unfortunately, or fortunately for me, it was the episode where they recorded a two-hour podcast, uploaded it, the site went down, and it deleted the podcast, and they had to re-record the whole thing over again. Uh, so wow. they, like, so they like grabbed beers, and they're like, all right, we're just going to fucking re-record all this nonsense. <laughs> and so the start of it is, like, they're playing the main theme song, but then everyone's just talking over each other while the song's playing, and then Jeff is playing on his keyboard at the same time, and I'm just like sitting here on this in this car, like the fuck am I listening to? And then I just listen to like an hour and a half of drunken banter about like the right. stories they went over, and but like, I, you know, it really showcased their personalities in a really weird, funny, hilarious way. Um, and God, it was incredible to listen to. And I've just been a fan ever since, you know, and then I, there was the time, you know, in 2013, uh, I was kind of semi homeless. I was just running around trying to sleeping on people's couches, trying to find like a job or something and nothing was happening. And I remember, you know, going to donate plasma and listening to, uh, the giant bomb cast. And I, there's like some real special episodes in that period before, uh, Ryan passed that uh, I remember I, from that time. I, I Just, will I will always remember the first episode of the Bombcast I listened to because um, I wasn't listening. I knew about Giant Bomb and I was following the site, but I wasn't listening to the podcast quite until like a couple months until when it started. 
But the episode I remember was, uh, I want to say it was May 6th, 2008. It was when they were, it's when they tried Redline. Aha, um, yeah. And I thought it was then, like, I thought this energy drink taste test bullshit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, their game coverage was, like, as insightful as could possibly be. Yep. Um, as I, yeah, as I, that part I expected, uh, and I was hooked and then they brought in, uh, and then they brought in, you know, uh, Vinny and Brad and mm-hmm. like, yeah, dude, uh, I was, I was, I was all for it. Yep. Uh, let me, let me see. Yeah. It was five, six, 2008. We <laughs> hit the red line with the latest from Sony, a, a treatise on card sharks, free rock band songs. Modular solutions for virtual modern living, the future of XCOM, Dr. Dre Kart Racing, and plenty of oh, GTA 4. Dr. Dre Kart Racing. What? How you play the game. What? Posted what? by Ryan Davis. And like, yeah, like, same thing. Like, hey, everybody, it's yeah. Tuesday, May the 6th, 2008. You're listening to the Giant Bombcast. I can yep. remember that, that intro wow. line yep. even now. Burned like, into your brain, dude. God damn it. It's Tuesday. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, one of my favorite parts of the Giant Bomb cast. Hey, Thomas. Yes? You're in a fight with another person to the death. There are two weapons in front of you. You get one, the other person gets the other. The two weapons are a bat and a knife. Which one do you pick? The bat. Really? Yeah. Take the knife. You see, <laughs> see what, Thomas, why do you pick the bat? Uh, got range. Okay, okay. Got range. I could throw it if I need to, if like last resort comes to it. I mean, sure, but if you if you lose that bat, you're fucked. I mean, it's hey, listen, this is true, but they got to get in real close with that knife, buddy. See, they do. I, I feel like I can take a shot from a bat if I like get it in the shoulder, and then like once you're in with a knife, you're just you're in there. You're just fucking. I could take a few. I could take a few stabs. <laughs> but like, the adrenaline will get you get you through for a little bit. If you're nearby a hospital, then maybe you live. But like, yeah. but like, also you have the like on to- on top of like having the like advantage. But like, even then, if you lose as the knife wielder, you might get a you might get a tie out of it because they'll bleed out. I mean, a tie is death. So I'd I'd like to avoid a tie, that. Is, a tie is death. <laughs> so what are they gonna they're gonna like sit around like this with the knife, right? They're gonna try and stab you. They're gonna get a couple slashes. But if I connect with the bat anywhere on you, I'm breaking bones. Not if, you're, if you're swinging hard, I've been hit by a bat. Well, yeah. I've been Someone's hit by coming a bat at me before. with a knife. I'm swinging real fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> let, let me. The thing with the knife though is like you know with those kidneys, you get in the chest, the heart. Uh, Jeff Jeff had a strategy where he would like sit outside and wait for the perfect time to grab the bat, pin it under his arm, and then go. Yeah, Uh, there you go. That's a lot of that's a lot of confidence in being able to catch, find an opportunity to catch that bat. Like this is all. It's all about what you're comfortable with using and what you're comfortable fighting against. The thing is, is like tough one. If you bait them into that swing, though. If you bait them into that swing though, and they and fucking they miss, miss, like they need to like, miss, that's game over. That's like especially like if you just neck stab. Now yeah. what? Just, now what if what if I unconventionally flip the bat around and break the bottom half off, and now I have a bat <laughs> and a fucking spear? What's so you're you you're assuming you have a wooden bat. I'm assuming. If I, 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 assuming I think the question. Bat. I think the the metal question bat? the they they, uh, they clarified it was an aluminum bat. 
Uh, oh, okay. Well, then I can't break. Because a wooden bat, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, then you can then you can create a new one. <laughs> you just snap. You just take the wooden bat and you snap you it. Snap it. And, it's like what now, really motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that would, you wouldn't be able to swing it as well. Uh, no, but man, that turns into a good stabbing weapon if you get a good break. Yeah, like and the the the, oh, yeah. the, the knife doesn't have like, but like you know, let's say you you bait that I too have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you motherfucking you you fucking like the thing with the knife also is like once again they 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 miss that swing and just fucking throat stab. There you go, just. It, it's it's a hard one. It's a hard one, right? And that's it's an eternal question. It's one that I wrestle with personally every day. Am I a bat person or a knife person today? You know, who knows? Um, um but yeah, I, I like I like Patrick's answer, which was I'm going to use the bat beat the crap out of him, then grab the knife, and then stab him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, but anyway, so they, they loved, for that, like, period, they loved, like, fielding those questions. Would you rather have a pet dinosaur or fly to the moon? Uh, would you rather fight a bear or a shark in, like, two feet of water? I don't... Th there was some ridiculous stuff like that. I don't, that. And that was just a fun, ridiculous time. Um, Always the shark in that scenario. Always the shark. I don't want to fight take a the shark bear. Or you don't want to fight the Oh, you don't want to fight the bear. I don't I don't want to fight a bear under any circumstances, specifically a brown bear ever in my life. I don't even want to I, see I, one. I'm not confident of myself in water, so I will I will <laughs> I will take the bear. I mm, yeah, we'd have to revisit that question. That was not That was a big question at the time it was asked, but it's not one that people often remember. Yeah, I so so I remember but, the specific details of that fight. But, but but yes, like I also remember like several points in my life uh connected to like giant bomb like i remember uh i remember also being near be, i wasn't homeless i was nearly homeless um do, doing every temp job i could knocking out drywall because like you got at the time reno's unemployment this was right after the recession reno's unemployment rate was like 13 percent, 15 percent it was awful you know i have my grandfather chewing me out every day to go get a job and i'm like motherfucker wow you get a job. <laughs> um, you know, so, and just like every day I'm out, you know, going to businesses, handing out my resume, telling them mm -hmm. like, hey man, I'm looking for work, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm in the middle of college right now. Uh, here's my, you know, here's my resume. And on my way, I have my earbuds in my, in, you know, my iPhone, uh, yep. you know, driving around my 1984 Blazer. Being like listening to the bomb cast, you know, listening to you know all that crazy shit, you know, Batman, Batman, Batman. <laughs> Good um, luck, have Batman. Yeah, like I, you know, just I remember. I also remember them doing the Wii U launch really vividly because I was working at Games uh, Stop at the time, yeah. and it yeah. just like all synced for some reason uh, yep. in my brain. Um, so. There was that, like I remember uh, the Ryan Davis passing when I was at AT and T that summer. That that happened a couple days after I moved to Idaho. That was heartbreaking. That yeah, that ha that was like the worst possible way for me to start a new job. Yeah, I bet. Like 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 Ryan Davis passes away, and I'm just on I'm just in class at AT and T, just being like like learning about you know how to work their systems and whatnot. I'm just like. <sighs> You know. I found that out because of Jim Sterling, and I thought it was a joke. Like, I found I, for, I forget how I, I think I found it because I just went to the website and I was like, "What the fuck? No way! This has to be a joke." Yeah, and then it, no, it was very true. 
Very, very true. Ugh. Oh, that sucked. Um, yeah. It, just watching that, watching the site try to regain its footing, at, you know, because that was also, you know, they had just been freshly bought by C- CBS and they were like transitioning to uh, their Unprofessional Fridays. That was the year they started really doing Unprofessional Fridays and archiving those and getting that done. And like, the and when you look at those like five months or so, of unprofessional Fridays, the energy was just amazing. Everyone was having a blast, and uh, like you know that some unprofessional Fridays reached that level, uh, but you know not many. And uh, and then damn. then Dan happened. And then Dan, Dan Reichert happened. Dan could not have could not have been a better post Ryan hire. Yeah, like like uh, like Ryan just had this class and like this ability to host and this like positive bubbly energy, and Dan doesn't have positive hilarious. bubbly energy. He has no, he, a dark chaotic energy. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Ryan is a. I would put him him in the chaotic, but maybe more towards chaotic good. Uh, not, he, but but also he's he was not like. He was not the chaotic level that Dan was, and Dan was very much chaotic neutral. And Dan was max chaos. Like Ryan was yeah. chaotic, but it, but like but Dan was just yeah. like, I'm gonna make three other people play through fifty turns of every single Mario Party because <laughs> I need to watch the world burn. Because I, mean, I actually like these games for some reason. Dan became infamous because he pulled a prank on prank on harmonics where he like faked a leak video saying that like a harmonics employee like very discreetly off the record said that chinese democracy was going to be four albums uh (laughs) and turns out harmonics was working on getting a guns and roses deal to get guns and roses in the game and because of that leak it shut down any like Guns N' Roses coming for years to rock band because of Dan Reichert. And <laughs> and the first Guns N' Roses song that does come to rock band is ironically enough from Chinese Democracy. Yep. Yep. So, so I don't yeah. even think you still can't get Guns N' Roses for rock band. It's <laughs> no, still weird. not in it. Oh. Well, it's uh, strange. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, they like and that was another thing of like watching someone grow. Like there was this chaotic person that could cause like problems he was the first person that like at first i really didn't like uh because he just he was trying to be funny and ridiculous and chaotic but it can come off as being an asshole and it kind of divided the comment section for a bit but over time like john drake you know was a harmonics person and he joined up and like they had their you know talks on the bomb cast trying to get through it uh but then like you know dave lang and john drake like come in and were like Look, we're gonna teach you how to be an adult, and it was just hilarious. Like Dan with a big smile on his face, like learning. All that. Okay, yes, I'll do this. Um, uh, and and it was great. And I I was in love with uh with Dan by the end of his his I, run. I I loved Dan from the start. I loved Dan from like the first time. They're like. When he starts talking about Mario Sunshine and the Terminator, that, that was hilarious. And the, fucking, the, the Mario Sunshine stuff. It's like Mario Sunshine's better, better than sixty four. 
And like, you just you hear just Drew go, Jeff. save us! Save us, Brad! And you're just like, did Jeff have a heart attack? No, it fucking isn't! Yeah. <laughs> we got a, yo, what up, Director Smiley in the chat. How you doing, Smiley? What's no. up? Um, we're, yeah, and then, like, Austin Walker was, like, this Great really hire. Great hire, great insightful news commentary. Wished, wished he was still there. Yeah. Uh, so He's you know, doing his own thing now, I guess. You know, and then... You know, then then the more modern era of Abby and Ben and all them was really interesting. Um, I I appreciate Abby because of her different viewpoints. Yeah, uh, I don't agree with her often. Um, I, right. I you know, and and that's fine. Like I, you know, o- over time I found myself agreeing with Dan more and more, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't know. This is the best. Um, but like. There was a there was a game of the year thing where they had Dan and Abby butt heads on Dream Daddy, and uh, it was at times uncomfortable. But it's a it's a conversation that needed to be had on like what constitutes a video game and looking at these various personalities, like try to figure that out. I, you know, it's really funny that you say that because I remember that, and I also remember having a very similar conversation in our own game of the year awards with mm. Tori about. Mm. <laughs> Like, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just like I'm like I do that, and then I go listen to the Bobcast later in the week. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yep. 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 That's weird. That was uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I dream, Daddy. God. Yeah. Um. um so it makes this it makes this newest era we're going into interesting because what we have now is is jeff is staying which of course if if jeff wasn't there then this site probably should have been dissolved um then you have uh of the like most original crew do we also have matthew who's still doing uh uh he's doing like customer support and stuff like that but i imagine he'll be taking a, a pretty decent role uh, especially on screen more rory more more rory which i'm totally okay with uh that man I don't know. It's funny. Mm. Uh, like not not in like the entertainer entertainer like kind of way, but just like oh Matthew Rory. I just like Matthew <laughs> it's, Rory. It's, it reminds Matthew me Rory. of when Anthony is funny. Yeah, like, it reminds yeah. Me, like for those of you who have watched our earlier episodes and we have had Anthony on the show before, and you know Anthony will say something that's fucking hilarious, and you're just right. like that's him, just just him being a that's person. Just him. Yeah, and it's awesome. No, I'm happy, and so like I'm glad Rory's staying on. Uh, Jan, Jason, and then the two others are the producers, which are Jan and Jason, who I both love. I love watching Jeff and Jason do fighting game stuff. I like other than Jeff being like the mainstay, you know, giant bomb person. Like my favorite's Jan. I love Jan. Jan is so cool. Yeah, like he is just a cool person. Like I, I feel like I want to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of how cool he is. Yep. Um, and it's cool. So you know, yeah. And then like Jeff being like, honestly, the oldest man in games journalism, right, or games media. I you know, maybe, like, maybe. Like, like yeah, like it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, and then they're saying they're getting all the new voices to hire. Uh, um, yeah. So so I pulled up. Um, uh, so, so I pulled up the quote uh, that Jeff said regarding this, if you, if you don't mind me reading it. I, I do not mind at all. Uh, in a statement, Giant Bomb co-founder Gersman said, I spent a lot of the time last year thinking about what's next for Giant Bomb. 
And most case, and most of those roads lead to a full-on rethink of what it means to be about, about a website, about video games, in 2021. While I certainly would have loved to solve these challenges with my longtime friends and co-workers by my side, it wasn't meant to be. I wish Vinny, Alex, and Brad the best. Meanwhile, we have a pretty exciting opportunity to broaden our horizons, rethink every facet of our operation, and get to a place where we are truly able to build a bomb all over again, or die trying. Speaking hmm. of the future of Giant Bomb, the Giant Bomb team as a whole... <laughs> said there's a collective vision for what the future of the giant bomb is and it involves familiar and new faces. We've already in talks with creators so we can be in the next chapter. We're fully aware that this marks a big change so we're using an opportunity to rethink what a site is. It's a chance to reintroduce new personalities from different backgrounds and explore categories and topics that we never have before. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, and, and this is interesting because... Again, one of Giant Bomb's defining features is they seem to be ahead of the curve on things like not just in terms of like video game coverage, but, you know, video game entertainment, uh, like web websites, even like the Giant Bomb website has like had some stuff that was like, wow, I, hmm. um, I so, still, like, I still miss some of the stuff they did with uh, the point system and wikis and stuff. Apparently, uh, I found out apparently the point system was uh, the business people asking for more engagement with the website, uh, which is strange because I actually found it super fun and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, no, weird. Um, yeah, that they they found a way to make gamifying their website actually fun, yeah. uh, which I, not a lot of websites do. Um, um, yeah, no, it, man. Uh, and oh. so it's so just so you know, like the if, for what we are putting out, if you want an idea of what we might be doing, we're gonna be looking very closely at what Giant Bomb does next because I, who knows if they're gonna pull it off, but they have a history. <clears throat> um, they do have a track record, they have a track record of very finding the next thing. One. Yep, yep, yep. I'm, in, so. I'm, I'm interested, like, you guys have been invested in, in uh, in Giant Bomb for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think. Like I've I knew about them, but like my first real experience was actually when driving to E3 with Bronson. I never really <laughs> listened to them much. Yeah, like I never. It was, it was that like a long form show. Like I remember Bronson's like this podcast is like three hours long. I was like, what? Okay, yeah. like all right, we're we're in this now. Like cool, and it was enjoyable. And yep. I'm I'm actually more interested to see what comes from this because like Jeff and all those people seem to just. It's it's like someone someone who gets shot like consistently and like go it's like oh it missed your artery by like this much like every time and they just come out of it better and better each time. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the the interesting part for for me is um is like it, it's 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 always been some combination of those dudes, right? And now and now it's going to be Jeff and a bunch of new people. Yep. And um you know that breath of fresh air could be good. It could it be could really be. good. Yeah. Um, you know, and you who's know, out there? I I mean like there's not that many old people in this industry out there. And it's like, okay, like think of like who's out there that would want the job. Cause like if you think of anyone that's super established, they're probably like fine where they are. Like you go look at, you know, like you know, like you look at like a lot of the really big names, it's like, okay, well, like, you know, Jim Sterling, Colin Moriarty, Greg Miller, they're not gonna hop over. So then no. you start looking at the medium career tier creators, um, or you know guys who are not like the face of the industry. It's like okay, well you can start looking into like you know Torrance Davis. You start looking into 
you know, you start looking into um, uh, Paris. You can start looking into, like, you know, Khalif Adams, for example. Um, you know, stuff like, you know, du- dudes like that. Um, and then you can go down to smaller creators, you know, Sean Capri, what we do, etc. Well, so, um, Sean Capri was on kind of funny's Xbox podcast this week. Wow. I was crazy. really, yeah, it was crazy, dude. What? Also, huh? I was so proud of him. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> dude, I was so proud of him. You don't even know. You don't oh, even man. know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so out of the loop. Holy shit. Good for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, like I was, I'm so proud of him. Like, uh, no fucking dude. Dude, dude's dude's making it happen, living the dream. It's awesome. I love that man. Uh, the nicest, doing? nicest man in Canada. He's the, <laughs> the nicest person in general. Yeah, like I, I, I like like you know, Thomas and I out here being all bitter, and then Sean's just like, <laughs> I'm from New York, sunshine. like natural. I have to be bitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, I don't have a choice. I'll die if I'm nice here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if he's working at Kind of Fundy. I'll still be hunting him in Halo anyway. Yeah, boy. There you go. There you go. Oh, God. His Halo nights. Those are... They're fun. They're fun. I mean, they're fun for us for a different reason. They're fun reason. when I'm on Bronson's team. That way I can hide my, my low kill-death ratio. Nice. <laughs> um, I just, like... I just, like we're not in our Discord in their Discord for those like we're in our own yeah and we're streaming our own side of it so it's just <laughs> like but like we keep their Discord on so you can just uh. hear them getting salty at me and I just like want and, like I occasionally like respond to the Twitch chat just like just like I'm not I why just I'm just, just playing, playing. Uh. Oh, I am God. just playing like I'm just you know, like I'm also not even that good anymore um. I'm telling you, man, you get a week- weekly Halo night, and you just you get good. Oh, just do it. <laughs> you can't compete with the kids, but yeah, no, like I'm my reflet. Like every now and then, like I'll miss a shot, and I'm like, I would have made that like 15 years ago when I still had <laughs> reflexes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is. So anyway, giant bomb. We we wish those guys the best. And- yeah, uh, you know. I, I was in Alex drumming stream and he did that song. There goes my hero. And this, I remember coming like Alex, you're my hero. <laughs> I actually met Alex. I met him at E3. So did I. Yeah, I got to I got to meet Alex at E3 outside the Yakuza booth. Uh, um, when Gamer Access, when a portion of Gamer Access went to PAX East, uh, we all got up on a rock band stage to play a song, and our uh, bassist, I believe, was Alex. That's awesome. Oh. So, yeah, it was, it was uh, good. I, I served Vinny and his brother multiple times at my restaurant here in Queens. Nice. So, Hell yeah. So we. I, had, I got to have. I got they came. They came in like uh, once a week for like about five or six months. Okay. With, with their whole with their whole family. Wow. So, so and I remember they came in. and I had to ask Bronson. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like I could have the nicest people in the world. Yeah. Um, really you, know, you can see he was tearing up especially when <clears throat> stuff was going on. Yeah, oh, like it's man. um you know yeah, shout out to the you know those dudes yep. if they ever stumble across this um you know thank you for getting us into this you know podcasting thing. It's done a lot of good for my life in a lot of ways. 
Uh, thank you for all the amazing content you've made. Yeah, yeah, man. Goddamn. Like just, onward and upward. Yes. Fuck. And I, and you know, Jeff can't wait to see what you do. So can't wait to see what all you do. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, also, for those of you who are fans of this, if you wonder now, you know why this show is three hours every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So. Next story. This new story. Um, <laughs> PlayStation is partnering with Discord. So what do they mean by partnering? So um, pl- to quote Jim Ryan, president and CEO of PlayStation, at PlayStation we're constantly looking for new ways to enable players around the world to connect with one another, form friendships and communities. It's in that spirit we're excited to announce a new partnership with Discord. Together, our teams are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social game experiences on PlayStation Network. Our goal is to bring Discord and PlayStation experiences close together on console and mobile starting early next year, allowing friends, groups, communities to hang out, have fun, communicate more easily while playing games together. To bring these experiences to life for our players, Sony Interactive Entertainment has made a minority investment as part of Discord's Series H round. From our very first conversation with co-founders Jason uh, Cytron and Stan oh god dear lord Vish uh, Nevsky mm-hmm. I was inspired by their lifelong love of gaming and our teams shared passion to help bring friends and communities together in new ways empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared gaming experiences in the heart of what we do so we are beyond excited to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services so it sounds like they are, if I were to take a guess, it sounds like they are trying to combine, like, <clears throat> get Discord added to PlayStation and get Discord right. added to, like, like some level of PlayStation integration added into the phone app. So which... I actually am thrilled to hear this news. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, same. Because... What was happening before, like a couple weeks before, was it seemed like Microsoft was in talks to buy Discord. Yeah. Which, given the state of the console wars at this moment, I would not have put it past Xbox to make that exclusive to Xbox had they done pulled that deal off. Instead of party chat thing, it'll probably be a temporary Discord lobby, which would be great because their party chat is fucking awful. (laughs) Um, So, like, it sounds like it's going to be a partnership, which means... uh, if, if Xbox wants anything to do with Discord, it's going to have to be a partnership as well. This means everyone just jumps on Discord. Discord gets integrated, which, and that's fantastic. Which is good because on all consoles, the system level stuff is not great. And then like, yeah. it, then it doesn't communicate with PC. So if you're going to cross-play stuff with PC, that's its own fucking nightmare. So, like, if as long as it lets me still like talk with other people on Discord, like, if I can get like full integration so I can, like, you know, be in voice chats with people outside of my console, like, yeah, like that's what I was hoping for. Like, that's that's what you would hope for with a Discord integration, right? Right. Right. Like, so when I'm like streaming Final Fantasy X on PC, you know, we can, you know, that can be going on while you know you're doing whatever it is you need to be doing. Uh, comment in the chat from HR Ninja says. Oh wait, no, I already got, all right, I already got the one. Sorry, I'm my, my bad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so mad. Also. Yeah, Tom, how are you feeling about this? I mean, I'm just glad Sony has done something positive. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, like, there was I'm, a good I, run there. It was like, uh, oh, like, yeah. like, Jesus, what the been, fuck are you doing? Yeah. They, I, I mean, like, I was texting my friend back. I'm like, oh, here we go. Sony's got their head up their ass again. Here we go. It begins. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they, they've, been, like, they've been doing some decent. Uh, they did that backpedaling on the, on the PS3 shop, God. like all that. Like, like, good, good move there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then they got this news, which, uh, damn. Okay, good. I think, I think it's, I think it might be a little bigger in the long run. I could be totally off, but I mean, this could be a move like something down the line that they're looking towards, which is like possibly just completely restructuring everything like the groups and the, and the party chats on PlayStation, obviously integrating it with cross plays like duh. Yeah. And, and putting it into the app. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I I just think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I hope it. I don't want. I don't want to say. I think, but I hope that they'll end up actually using this because the one big complaint has always been like Sony's infrastructure with their chats and just their just how their network works. So and, bring Discord to alleviate a lot of that pressure would probably and, help. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm, that's actually been my one of my biggest problems with PSN. Even when like PlayStation was like my primary platform, for everyone was like, "Why the fuck is everything so fucking slow?" Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, just you know, like I, especially because like I'll like do a, do a test of my internet. It's like hundred meg down. You know, go on Steam, games download in an instant. Xbox are fairly fast. PlayStation's just like, come back tomorrow, your game will be ready. <laughs> uh, it's just like why. It's always why. <laughs> always something with them. Yeah. But, also, my I mean, coffee is here. I'll be right back. Go, go get your coffee. But yeah, Discord, like, I was really shocked. Because like you said, like, Microsoft was, like, in talks, and Sony was like, no, 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 we need something. Yeah. To throw money at this. Just throw, yep. just throw it. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm super glad they went with this move. Uh, I especially am happy with uh, Discord deciding not to be bought. For whatever reason, I don't know what it was that, that happened, but I'm glad because this means uh, we have a greater chance of it just being integrated. You know, Nintendo is obviously going to stick to their guns until I don't know the building dies, you know, burns they, down. But like, yeah, until they die from it. <laughs> ugh. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, Nintendo's like your stubborn old grandpa is like, I'm not going to the doctor. Damn it! Uh, Look, we're integrating smartphones. We're modern. Like, yeah. What are you doing? God damn it, Grandpa! Um, please just go get a checkup. <laughs> please just just go get your eyes checked. I don't want you out on the road if you can't see. Please, You're fucking blind, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh man. Uh, but if we can get this on Sony and Xbox, like. Like getting oh, yeah. that crossplay integration through Discord, so I can just ch- chat with anyone through the console directly. <sighs> that's better for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so, man. My, so this is a step in that right direction. Yeah. My my initial thought was like was like maybe they're trying to because they're they've taken so much flack on crossplay that they're going to try to appease the gamers on one end, which would be like, hey, like you could do crossplay. Like if your friend's playing on PC now. We got Discord. You guys, you just join one one lobby or one area, and you guys are all in the same thing. Like, right? Oh god, that'd be so good. Yep, that'd be so yeah. fucking good. So, uh, but, that's, but that seems like now, even just saying that, that seems like a band aid on 
that big old knife wound from the knife and bat fight you got before. So <laughs> right, yeah, right. The 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 thing about it is, is like more and more crossplay needs to be a thing, though. My friends are more divided than ever. Sure, yeah. more like literally. Like, I go bring up, like, Resident Evil Village came out, like, this weekend, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone I know is playing it. Mm-hmm. We have, like, 13 people on Xbox playing it, like, 10 people on PC playing it, like, 14 people on PlayStation playing it, and it's just like, if that's a multiplayer game, God, that sucks if that's not crossplay. Yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh... It's Adrian Engine in chat says, Sony says, you have 100 megs down, best all I can do is three. Um, <laughs> and it says, according to those Epic documents, though, apparently Sony is the primary hindrance to crossplay. Oh, gee, Bronson, it's almost, maybe we should have, a, we should pull up a news story. Yeah, yeah, like, man, it's maybe like Sony seems like they, <clears throat> they don't want that to happen. <laughs> well, so from what I'm reading is they're, they're like open to it happening, but not without a cost. But you gotta you gotta pay that extra boy. So, um, so during these uh, lovely court trials that've been going on between Apple and Epic, they have had a bunch of different news stories come out. Yep, from Microsoft and Sony, and just a bunch of backdoor shit that we, we normally wouldn't hear about. Mm-hmm. A bunch but, of shit. Like I want, I want to go over everything that's learned from this trial when it's over. Yeah, like, so I, much like I want someone to make an aggregate of like here's everything we have learned. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. So. Uh, but Sony is the only company that makes developers pay to add crossplay support. Right. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> so surprise, surprise. The the leading console maker wants to at least make money off of the situation if they're going to catch shit for stopping it public, like straight up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sweeney confirmed in court that Sony is the only platform that asks for crossplay compensation. He also stated that Epic agreed to pay these fees to enable crossplay on Fortnite. And their 2019 documents shared by The Verge shows Sony demanding a royalty payment whenever a significant number of PlayStation users contribute to a title's earnings. Um, this is to offset the reduction in revenue across by cross-platform functionality. Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> Don't just do derivative. Like, they weren't going to buy your fucking platform. They have their PC or their fucking Xbox. That's the whole reason they want fucking cross-play. God damn it. It's... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about it for sure. Uh, it's, uh, you know... I understand from a business perspective why it happens, but as someone who's not part of the business aspect of that, as someone who's just trying to play their games with their friends, come on. Yes, because, like, God damn it, how many times do we have community night? Or, like, what do we want to play? It's like, we have a bunch of people on PlayStation, a bunch of people on Switch, a bunch of people on Xbox and PC, and it's like, we can't fucking pick anything because everyone's spread out across fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, though, I mean, mm-hmm. companies shouldn't really just be doing anything for free, regardless. I mean, no, it's called a loss leader. It's like, <sighs> you know, like that's that's a thing, and you know, 
Like why why not? Like it make it's a good look for you, and also like you know like if you have all these exclusives and whatnot, you know like why the fuck not? You're already the the leader in the market. Um, but yeah, so the way I can see this, what, what's that, Thomas? Go ahead, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, um, uh, the, the way I could see this backfiring is like smaller devs who like either can't afford or just say they would rather not pay the money, the extra money to make it crossplay, like come out in public saying, hey, we've heard people want this. And the reason we're not doing this is because of the Sony bit. Like that turns into negative PR. And if that happens at like a bad time with a certain game, uh, you know, that could backfire. And that's not to say that it will, you know, it might not. And it, it just works out in Sony's way and they get their money and everything's fine. But um, it's a risk. Oh, so there's definitely, there's definitely going to be cases where they're going to get their money. And then when they don't get their money, there's going to be those people that are going to be constantly breaking that news. And they're going to, they're going to have a, a PR nightmare on their hands, but clearly it's one they don't care about because like their focus their focus has been for years and seems to be continuing is their exclusives mm-hmm. so for them for everyone to do like for them for them charging this crossplay fee basically it it's it keeps them in line with their exclusive lineup the thing it is though is like nintendo also locks everything in the universe down and they don't do this Mm-hmm. Like that that's like that's the thing that's weird to me. But comments in the chat, we got three of them. But we got we got a but few, yeah. There was some rumored contract between Sony and Capcom about making RE Village have a parody clause with other systems that support it. So from what I've heard about that, it's just it's an exclusivity deal where it can't go to Game Pass or services like that for a year. I know that Digital Foundry did the performance report. Uh the frame rate is more stable on Xbox, uh when ray tracing. And the game loads faster on PS5. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay. Uh, as a dude just wants to hang with the homies, it's not a bullshit. It is. It's, it's fucking corporate bullshit. It's crazy to me that the battle for the grid is crossplay on everything, but most of their fighting games aren't. Well, Street Fighter had an exclusivity Man. deal where it'd be PC and PlayStation only. So that's why Street Fighter isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no excuse for fucking <clears throat> Dragon Ball Fighters or like Blaze Blue. Our Tekken, Tekken especially, being how fucking huge it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, um, I mean, it's gonna. I, th- I think it just actually this speaks even more to the fact that this court, the Discord thing, was a complete band aid. Because if you had, if you had switched, like what we talked about just now, if you had talked about the crossplay shit and then you went to Discord, you would have just ended on a happy note. Right, you would yeah. end it on this, like this high note, be like, "Oh yeah, cool, Discord, awesome, like yeah, it's great." <laughs> but we went the we went the other way, and it looks even it looks even worse. I, I mean, you know, I get it, I get it. You guys know though, I'm going to take a business standpoint. Make your uh, fucking money, Sony. Use that money, buy up some more shit. Do your thing, boy. Right, I, I, I'm just thinking like on the like in the long term, especially as a company that concentrates on your exclusives and trades on your exclusives and makes money on your exclusives like it makes sense for, for multi-platform games to not have crossplay just seems strange because you would be getting your the console for the exclusives and then you would already have the console so like you've i imagine you wouldn't feel threatened by like a multi-platform game i don't you know 
because you would get it on that on the PlayStation anyway because you have it for the exclusives. I don't think they're I don't think they're like afraid of doing it. I think what they're trying to do is I could be totally wrong but just even listening to you say it it seems like they're trying to isolate their brand even more from everything else. They're trying to like, uh, like they're, make, they're trying to isolate like, their players. Like right, it's they're, like they're, it's, Sony, it's the, the Apple strategy. Right. It's it's the Apple playbook. Yeah. You can only get this experience on this box. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like like it, it's it's the it's the you know if you want to play with your friends, if you want to use if you want to use iMessage, if you want to play with your friends, gotta get it on PlayStation and play with people on PlayStation. You want to use iMessage, you and your friends gotta have an iPhone. It just seems um, so. It just seems so funny to me, like the messaging of these two news stories. I mean, like, look, man, they all came out this week. They both I came know, out this week. What I know. I know. I'm not saying. I'm just no. I'm saying, like, looking at Sony, it's like, it's like you can't go play with your friends, but you can yell at them across the street. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh um, lord. I did, yeah, you're, you're saying it, it's a band aid. Like, I think is a good. Mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily fixing all the problems, but they're they're trying to ride it. They're trying to ride that like in between, you know, ride the tight rope or whatever to, to the other side, and they may pull it off. Like I don't know. It's it it hasn't been like like that's what did Xbox in is they just went straight dun, done. Yeah. So when he puts out a video trading one disc to another, he goes thanks, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, Sony has not has been very careful to not fall into that pit yet. They were looking like they were like sliding down oh, yeah. for a second there, but oh, now yeah. they're like, okay, all right, okay. Uh, um, like, like we can't drop nuclear bombs. Yes, <laughs> do not let that happen. And uh, so far, they haven't. So far, they've been they've been they've been riding it. Uh, but, but this this seems like this is what it's going to be like for. I, f- I feel for PS5's life cycle is like this exact week. Really good news article, really <laughs> shitty news article. Like yeah. it's like Sony makes good decisions. Sony, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, yeah. like what's and, happening? And, yes, very much so. Um, I, I I hope I hope it turns around. I you know I I I like my PlayStation. I've been a PlayStation fan for a long time, but just like. Like in like during the height of like PS4, like when it was about to come out, like yeah, dude, it was awesome. Like it was like it was cool to like see cool news stories all the time about like oh we're investing in this indie property. We're like the home of all this cool shit. And now that like they're in the lead again, it's just like good idea, bad idea, good idea, bad idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still I still feel like I'm gonna keep with my dance from i think it was in like december or january mm-hmm. well i was like i feel like they're gearing up to make like a really big move and i feel like all these little incremental things they're doing that's that's what it seems like is happening i just wish so they'd fucking communicate more is the thing uh that's what there's I mean. a lot of communicating that needs to happen on on, on both sides and it's you but, know it's because they're it's because i think they're both gearing up uh, unfortunately uh halo like kind of knocked that box's path up a little bit whereas you know PlayStation's got Returnal, and then you've got Ratchet and Clank coming. Uh, you know, they, smaller they, title, Guilty Gear, and it's like yeah. Microsoft has like Psychonauts Two, which right, that's yep. a, that's a great, that's going to be an awesome game. But and like if you're, you know, if you're lo- like the initiated, like our audience is, and like um, you know, like we are, then like great. But if you, you know, if you're just like a casual, like what the fuck is a Psychonaut, right? You know, versus Ratchet, unfortunately. 
Yeah, versus Ratchet and Clank, which, you know, who doesn't know Ratchet and Clank if you it had have a, a movie, video game man. console? They had a movie. Um, <laughs> Ratchet and, uh, <laughs> what's so funny about this summer is that Nintendo has had me real hard between uh, new Pokemon Snap and Mario Golf coming out later. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we're also getting Zelda and No More Heroes. And, That's uh, right, yeah. And uh, Monster Hunter's out already, like... Yeah, they got Monster Hunter exclusive. Uh, that is amazing. Um, Xbox, like we're running on like what? Psychonauts two, and Bethesda, and, and like the yeah, Bethesda. what? It's just the high from Bethesda. Still riding the high from from uh, look, look, Bethesda, look, I guess. Like <laughs> Xbox this year is like they're the Sony built a bunch of medium sized guns. Nintendo brought a, like a hundred small guns. Microsoft is just building one nuke, but the problem yeah, with the it. nuke is it could blow up in their face. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we're waiting till November. We'll see. Like, well, and then, but then they're also working on their medium guns like for years down the line, and that's when it's going to be like, is this going to be like a PS3 kind of run where it's like they start off like. Uh, not much, but they got something in the wings. They're working on stuff. Yeah, but then they they also make a terrible decision too, right? Wasn't there like a news break or some kind of rumor like they were they were making another Rise Son of Rome game like for fucking what purpose? Were they? Oh, I, yeah, I, like, haven't, I haven't why? heard that. Um, I haven't heard that either. I've been keeping tabs on those studios just because I'm curious. Um, the like I we know for a fact they're like big big guns right now are Fable. Perfect Dark and Halo, like th- those are their those are their like nuclear bombs, and then Avowed could be a nuclear bomb. Yeah, you know, and then you know they they you know have Bethesda, so eventually there's a potential like exclusive Elder Scrolls game or something, and like that could be something. HR Ninja finally finished Monster Hunter. Here I am, nowhere close. Which we'll get to nowhere close. Stuff we've been playing. Yeah. Oh. So one, there's there's a couple there's a couple articles claiming that Rise Son of Rome two is in development. One is Game Rant, and then there's a couple other smaller sites. And two, I still do not. It's I it it would be just the dumbest thing for them to make Elder Scrolls an exclusive. The thing is that the thing is, it seems like that's the way it's going. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to well, me. It, they, it, they need it, they it need does. exclusives, right? It You're does. Talking about you're talking about like okay, it's not and it, and I get it. Like Sony probably would try to do the same thing, and I understand that. But it would be a dumb decision either way because you're talking about the craziest fan base in the world. Like these people are lunatics. Like they will <laughs> not buy the game if they're like, I don't want to buy an Xbox or I don't want to spend an extra five bucks on Game Pass or whatever the hell it is. They're gonna be like, on- no. I want it on this. They could probably I'm put it on PC. It. It's going to be on PC. Everything yeah, Microsoft does on gonna, PC. And I think that would like soften the blow enough. Oh, and the mod, yeah, the modded community would probably kill everybody if Elder Scrolls was not on PC. That would be insane. No, that would they, that would do them. That in. would be that would be a, that would be suicidal. They, yeah, they would need to they need to have it on PC and like have mod accessible. Like I, again, I still say like. I understand you want to put it on Game Pass and you want to have it on your console and you're going to make money on the PC sale, but for you to miss out on the bigger audience on Sony and make money I, off of their back, the, that the, doesn't make sense the, to me. No, no, what I think is, this is what I think is going to happen. I think that they are going to have it be exclusive at first. 
They're not going to say shit about it being a timed exclusive. And yeah. then in like a year, maybe year and a half, they go, oh, yeah, we're finally porting it to PlayStation. True. Yeah. Just so they can get as many people into Game Pass, into buying a box or buying a new video card to play on their PC. Right. Um, just to get do everything they can to get you into their ecosystem. That makes uh, perfect. That makes perfect sense. That's and that's um, kind of what I expect. But like, know, just 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 like how, like th- this is just like I don't think it's going to be on Steam at launch either. Like I think that it's going to be like, hey, especially with this new this new news, uh, this looking to reduce their store cut, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, like I think this news of them being like, oh yeah, it's not going to be on you know, it's not going to be on Steam. Uh, it's not going to be on PlayStation for the first year, year and a half, and then I and then I think at that point they're be like coming to Steam and PS4 this summer, uh, like sure. that that that'll be the the move. Um, and the thing is, is I actually do think Microsoft wins out no matter how they play the Elder Scrolls card because I mean, nailing them right. Well, you're right. Okay, so let's so you're playing the Elder Scrolls funny. card. Let's say you make it totally exclusive. Okay, well, now people have to invest in your ecosystem. All right, let's say you play timed exclusive. You're far more likely to get people into your ecosystem. Let's say you have it. Let's say you make it not exclusive at all. But, hey, man, you can get Elder Scrolls and all these other fucking amazing games for $10 to $15 a month, or you can pay $70 for it over on PlayStation or PC. Like yeah. it's it's it's. And maybe it's, they have to charge seventy for that game on on a PlayStation since that's like they're kind of testing the waters over there with that price point. That's it's it's actually made buying PlayStation games really fucking irritating for me because I don't know what is going to be sixty or seventy dollars. <laughs> like I mean, the thing the thing is like for, for this is more of like concern for people who are like high school age because like us now like if we give a shit enough about a game we'll pay seventy dollars for a game like it's. Not like that's new to any of us. Um, but, but if you're a high schooler, that extra $10 is the world. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, well, let's hang out at McDonald's after school yeah, for that, a week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Th- that's, <laughs> that's, that's lunch at the Pizza Hut next to Reno High, you know, for a couple days. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's two days of egg roll cake by the Reno High School. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we, we can all see where we all went right after school <laughs> or, or skip classes to go to. Like, what was Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's like that's like an entire cab and then go to Seven Eleven for lunch. Yeah, or like, hey, you cut class the day your senior year, so you and Joe could go to my favorite muffin and then play Rock Band. There you go. We had we had a McDonald's and a pizzeria, and the the guy making the pizza was the spitting image of Michael Jackson, and we never went there. (laughs) That's the weirdest thing. (laughs) The thing that was weird for us is we had like a Domino's and then a um, what was other pizza place. It was a Domino's and then like a. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. Fox. I think I went to the other one. You went to whoever was serving slices. They were both serving slices. It's just that you yeah. went to the one that round table. That's it. Like round that was table. Not round table was it? Yeah, it was round table and Domino's, and everyone went to the round table, which was closer. And I'm like, people are idiots. This pizza's way worse. Like, just walk <laughs> the extra like fifteen, like like maybe seventy yards to the better pizza. Okay, whatever. Um, I mean, you know, um, I, as long as you make your pizza good enough, I don't care. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't like round table pizza. I think it tastes like cardboard. 
There was one. There was one Pizza Plus I went to at a certain time when it was absolute garbage. Um, um, and Pizza Plus is really good. Last I checked. If you um, were feeling fancy and you had the money, you'd go to House of Bread. Yeah, but that was high school. High school. That that was that was like a, that was like a treat for me. Like that was like a like like yeah, I got some extra birthday money. Let's go to the House of Bread. Sure. Let's, let's go get a real good sandwich. <laughs> I love that name. Can you think of anything more exciting, Thomas, than House of Bread? My, yep. Might have, might as well put us put a subtitle that says with complimentary water. <laughs> uh, okay, so the House of Bread was this place that it was a bit, it's a bread bakery in Reno, but they also like really did, was on, it? Let me. Sorry. That that also did these really fucking amazing sandwiches and paninis. Mm. Um, you know. And they had like a lunch special for students that was like eight dollars and change, where you got a giant fucking sandwich, chips, and a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like it was, you know, I was, I was, I was a fan for sure. But it was like, you know, it, it was one of those things where it was like a sometimes lunch because then you had egg roll king way mm-hmm. closer to the school, and also sure. like five dollars and change gets you a plate of Chinese food like this tall. Yeah, yo. Um, Director smiling in the chat. Roundtable, Roundtable Pizza. It's a yeah. That's a what I, I caught that. Yeah, no. It was, oh, you got it already. Yeah. When when if you lived in Sparks, and especially if you played like Little League in Sparks, like by Shadow Mountain or something, mm-hmm. uh, you had your like award ceremony at the uh, at the round table, and you'd go play Cruising the USA or one of the Tekkens they had there. Ah, um, nice. Or, or we, 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 we went to Shakey's, which would become Boulevard, which uh, uh, and then. And then eventually we moved it over to Bullies, which was a okay. which was a sports bar with air hockey and yeah. like really old arcade games like Pac Man and shit. We um, had one of those, except uh, we went to Sparky's. Same thing, but we're still different. okay. H R Ninja, I got your pizza hookup. I got your pizza and your Mexican hookup. <laughs> New York City. Okay, but he's trapped hey, here. Hey. Hang on, I, I want to gonna... hear Thomas's recommendation for New York pizza for the next yeah, time I go. Yeah, okay. First off, Thomas, pi- best pizza in New York. What we, what is it? Um, I mean, okay. So that's first off. Too big a question. Have, have, yeah, no, you have to go to Grimaldi's, the original Grimaldi's in Brooklyn. That's number one. And then yeah. you got to go. Then you have to go to uh, Joe's Joe's Pizza on South Cherry Street in that Brooklyn. One, that one I've actually heard of. That is fucking amazing and then literally two blocks away from joe's they have i i got i'll text you guys the name because my friend lives right by there but they have a hybrid new york city neapolitan pizzeria so they do the dough neapolitan style but the sauce and the cheese is new york city style okay so it's really it's really really good but yes there you go all right hr ninja is trapped in the hellscape that is the reno sparks area so i need to inform him (laughs) of good pizza if you, Nothing. Go to Seven Eleven and get it. it's better. No, no, it's, it's just, I've had Reno pizza. No, you've had you you've you've had one of the better places in all honesty, but that was uh, sad. Um, okay, oh. so if you want the closest thing you can get to really good pizza in Reno, uh, it's Boulevard, Chuck's Boulevard over on Rock, uh, Boulevard Pizza. They've been in Reno since like the 60s and they they use they actually use a cold brick oven mm. so like they're, they're what you want then uh the next one is i would say this one's fancy it's a it's not the same as the new york one but grimaldi's it's chain uh fucking oh, fantastic weird. pizza but it is very much a date night type place 
Mm. Like this, this is the fancy pizzeria. And yeah. then, um, and then you have uh, Pizzano's, which is where I took Thomas. That's downtown. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're good. They're oh, especially good because they're right. You know, it's right by the movie theater. You want a quick bite before or after a movie. As for Mexican food, uh, the place that we swear by is Los Compadres out in South Meadows. So mm. there you go. Okay. Got your Reno pizza and Mexican food. Seattle pizza, Hot Mamas, and Big Mario's. Hot Mamas. Big Hot Mamas Mario. I just I had both of those. Big Mario's is is much better to like go to because it's the atmosphere is fantastic and they have like a little CRT TV that's like playing, you know, VHS tapes of just some awesome. nonsense. It's great. And problem with them is they're too expensive. They know what they have, so they just upcharge like motherfuckers. Uh mm. so uh I go to Hot Mamas and that's, Hot Mamas. That, that's kind of how I feel about Boulevard is like I walk in and like it's fairly priced, but I'm also like, this is a little expensive for pizza. <laughs> like it's fair. I understand, but it's, mm. it's fair. You're the only cold brick oven in town, but mm. like, fuck. Yeah. Um, Are there no, aren't there a bunch of like New York city transplants over there? Yeah. They're, they're all, uh, they're all frauds. They're they're all terrible. <laughs> yes, there are. Yeah, you're correct. Big Mario's, I think, is one of those. They're a New York style pizza. Like place. we 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 have like yeah. there's a million pizza places that open in like Midtown, and like one of them is like the one of them is like gives you honey with your pizza to dump your, to dunk your crust in. Like one well, there's let's see let's see there's New York pizza what? and Sparks that's not good. Yeah, like regular, like regular honey. Yes, like they have this. Th- yes, so you eat your pizza, and then they have this really thick crust, and you dip it in the honey. You're supposed to dip it in the honey and eat it. Huh. that's one of Steph's favorite places. I'm like, it's fine. And then, <laughs> uh, and then there's, uh, I forget its fucking name, but it's the one next to the bars downtown. Um, and it's fucking immensely overrated. They buy it for the emo and goth nights that okay. happen down there. <laughs> um, nice. every time I've eaten it, I'm like, I mean, this is fine. <laughs> like that. That's that's a little. I've heard good things about smiling with hope. When they close for the winter. I heard the owner is a dick, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, man. If you're looking for a good pizza in the Sparks area, because it's actually a Sparks restaurant, it's not a Reno restaurant. That's why I didn't take you there, Thomas. Um, because it was way fucking out of the way from where we were, uh, okay. is uh, Boulevard. Yeah. Okay. So. This has been your Pizza Minute. Yep. It happens like all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always happy to talk about pizza. Yep. Like every week, what I'm going to start doing is every week, like at a random point in time in the podcast, I'm just going to scream a name of a pizzeria in New York City, and then that's it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm I'm down. I like this idea. Uh, You'll never see it coming. Bronson Channel Points idea, just uh, food talk. Yes. Like immediately launch into food talk when someone hits the food talk. Yeah. Button. Yes. Ten thousand. Ten thousand points. We will talk about a food of your choosing. <laughs> which, which wouldn't you know? That is also an influence uh, from Giant Bomb. Fuck. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that is that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I've been trying to eat healthier recently, and that's been a. I uh starting after tonight because I need to finish it off. But I am taking a break from drinking just entirely. Uh, oh wow! 
Yeah, that's, that's going to make... I got a little uh, bit of gin, a little bit of Kahlua. I need to get through I, that. But. Yeah, like, I, I was eating healthier until yesterday's, like, birthday barbecue. And now mm. my body is, like, I woke up this morning and I'm just like, I feel gross. Oh. <laughs> and my body's just like, why did you poison me after, like, three weeks of not doing so? <laughs> because it felt good at the time. Ugh. You don't understand now. You weren't there. I mean, you were, but you're not... You know, you don't not really until later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got we got some Microsoft. We got Microsoft news now. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft is looking into reducing the cut from thirty percent down down to twelve percent uh, for the Microsoft Store, at least according to court documents. Uh, the storefront uh, and the PC store will remain 15% for whatever reason. Um, And then Microsoft sent a follow-up to this story saying that we currently do not have plans to update the revenue split. Uh, Microsoft wouldn't specify if the documents were wrong or if the plans have changed. Okay. I just want to also point out this also came from the Apple Epic case. Like, I... How is all of this information coming out of this dispute with Epic and Apple? It's incredible. Because um, a bunch of platform, because like Epic is trying to make a case that like look at like they're fucking stopping us doing shit that we do on other platforms, but also like several times during the court case they have made themselves look like morons. Yes, like for example. On the Apple Store, you always had to pay more for for Fortnite bucks, as I'm going to call mm. them. Okay. But if you bought, but those are like cross account, like they carry over everywhere. So if you went on the website or you went on another platform and bought Fortnite bucks, they would be cheaper. And Apple brought this up during the court case, and Epic's response was just like, uh, uh, mm, mm, uh, mm. "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, it's it, it, this has been incredible, and uh, so th- this has not happened yet. We don't know when or if it's even going to happen. Really, they're just exploring it at this moment, and they've. I I, I literally cannot re- wait to read the finished transcript of when this court case is done. It's yeah. amazing because like I've just been like watching stuff and reading stuff as it has come out. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, like uh, so. Uh, I you know who knows Xbox might go back to that. Um, I could see that as a real good way to lure people into Game Pass, lure devs. I mean that, that's the whole yeah. thing, right is like we need to get ahead of this. Also, we're Microsoft, so let's maybe cut down on these prices to encourage people to make games for us. Let's uh, let- to try and get some games because God damn it, Halo Infinite keeps getting pushed. That they're building the biggest gun in the world. <laughs> Try, they're trying. They're really trying. I'm not even convinced it's going to be Halo. I, I'm like, they they are like building up Perfect Dark to be this 4A studio thing. Like, okay, I want to see like the biggest fucking game from this. Well, like uh, Halo, Halo. Uh, they, you know, the 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 thing about Halo that's interesting is they actually had a leak this week come out yeah. from a Chinese dev who used to work there being like, no, the game is going to be incredible. It looks incredible. It's just it, the internal management at the studio, um, like, it, like is, you know, they're putting so much pressure on this game. 
Right. So he's mm. just like he. So like you have like the development team who really thinks it is going to be like the best Halo in years, but also like upper management being like this needs to be perfect. <laughs> well, which uh, they're not wrong. Yeah, like like they you know because imagine if the conversation this November when this thing comes out is. Halo is back. Oh yeah! By the way, it's multiplayer. It's free to play and crossplay. Oh shit! Game Pass, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. like you know, not, you know. Well, no, Game Pass would just be for the single player. They have said that the core multiplayer is just free to play. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay. So that's. I'm just, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just I'm just worried with that. Like like you just said, the upper managers like this game has to be perfect. And we know that that's how things get fucked up a lot. Yep. Yep. And that is not the game does not need to be perfect. The game needs to be good. It needs to be good. And like because we've turned all these games into games as a service, like you can keep going to make it perfect. It just can't come out as Avengers. Like, oh my God. If that game comes out as Avengers, just throw out the fucking Xbox. Just throw it in the garbage. It's done. (laughs) It's It's fucking over. Like, Good job. I, I will now say you're that just Game Pass. I will say that one gameplay demo they showed, like the gameplay portion of it, looked very promising. Uh, I, man, like we're we're the easiest people to sell on this. I, Master Chief open world Halo with a grappling hook to get around. Holy yeah. fucking shit! Yes, I want to yeah. play that. But yep. Yeah, yeah, l- l- yeah yes, yeah, one hundred ten percent. And like to be fair, it did look like old Halo. Like, as someone who has been playing a whole fucking lot of Halo plant campaigns recently because of our Let's Plays and streams, um, yeah, like, that the, the, you go back and you watch that demo, it looks and feels just like, honestly, Halo 1. Uh, like, you know, like, it, it's, you know, so you, you, you hope that, uh, you know, you hope that that's, you know, what, what they're doing is, like... Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know that I want Halo to feel like Halo One again. You know what? You say that, but we played through that campaign, and it was awesome. I mean, (laughs) sure. It depends, right? There, there are different things. There's, you know, there's different things I want from different games. Specifically, I want, you know, I also need to specifically want Halo Three of Halo One. You know, Halo Three. Yeah. I mean, what if what if they just took Halo Three? And just remade it and like changed around like a narrative like very loosely and just like hey, <laughs> here's Halo Infinite. Like, <laughs> that, that, that would do very well with a certain subset of people. Yeah. Um, also, we, we were talking about this uh, Halo Three remake. The way they did Halo Two Anniversary would be a yeah. good idea. That would be really yes, cool. yes, it would. Um, but no. So I like I go back and I watch that gameplay demo and it it's it is the most Halo Halo has been. Since like at least Reach, if not three, um, and I, I think that once again it has a lot of potential. You know, mm-hmm. we'll you know we'll see. I think that they're you know they they are like the story they're doing like a soft reboot where like they're continuing the story from five, but also like and wars, but also like kind of slowing it down a bit, like. Like here, you're fighting aliens on a new Halo, right? You know, like they're not like being like the you know they're not going into like the deep lore shit, you know, of like oh yeah the you know the Prometheans and the Forerunners. 
set up the like you know they're not going up and setting all that shit up they're like hey man an ai and aliens are taking over the universe <laughs> and you and they're doing it they're going to try and reactivate these rings go stop them cool cool great and do let me go fight aliens Just play the music play the music me- go <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I got it. We, we're good here. Like, <laughs> I, just let me murder things now. Yeah. <laughs> also, their 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 audio team has done a killer job. They keep releasing bits of the soundtrack and pieces, and it's been really good every time they have. And then also they keep releasing stuff from their sound team, which once again looks incredible. So there's there is still a lot of positivity to go around for this thing. Um, I it, it very much it at times it does feel like the it does feel like give the games media in a lot of cases are really trying to fucking sandbag this thing at times like any time that there is something negative to say about this its development it's like of I see like a million different articles and podcasts about it but anytime something positive comes out you don't really hear anything so I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. You know, it's, 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 the hard part is it's it's a long ways away right now. Yeah, you know that's six months away, man. <sighs> Half a year. We, we've we've got these Halo campaigns to get through. Yep. Uh, Which we got uh, the second half of ODST. We got mm, Reach, Reach Four, Five Wars, and Wars Two. Yep. Oh, Halo Wars! Oh, I fucking love those games. I wish they were four player co op, not just two, or else I would say join I know. us. Yeah. I know. Thomas. That's, a, it, that's surprising, especially coming from the Age of Empires guys. What are you doing? Right. Like, <laughs> uh, Thomas, I have a question. Do you have. You have an Xbox One, right? No. I thought you had an Xbox One. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> like he said no, like he's offended at the question. No, I've, I'm pretty sure I've said it multiple times because what? I remember saying, like, when. I was like, I bought Game Pass, and I was like, now I have access to all three of Xbox's games. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's that. Uh, also, in this reportedly, uh, uh, that currently there's the revenue split. Also, Stalker Two, which is currently an Xbox exclusive. Uh, is set to be uh, only an exclusive for uh, three months. Weird. Um, okay. So that's super weird. But yeah. I, I, you know, I'd rather you know me. I'd rather there be no exclusive exclusivity for anything. But uh, three months is manageable. Yep. That's that's like nothing. It's certainly more tolerable than like a year or a year and a half. No, like yeah, like I remember the the the. I mean, that's how they, exactly they got me to play Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox One, right? Is like I just didn't want to fucking wait the full right. year. Yeah. So um, much more manageable. All right, cool. The, the last thing to come out of these court cases currently is the uh, Xbox has had an internal review. They do an internal review of games from other publishers and developers. Um, and they had very, very nice things to say about The Last of Us too. Can can I just can I just quickly say that that must be like, especially for last generation, that must have been just like the saddest shit at Xbox constantly. Like, all right, another another Sony game. 
really fucking good. <laughs> God damn it. It's just... uh, so yeah. uh, I, I do like how like platform PS4 and presumably PS5 mm-hmm. uh, Medics Redick 94 score 50 plus scores of 100 mm-hmm. and then talks about their sales results and it says um, you know, and it's just like this review that is mostly fairly gushing like it's it's uh it's a what one two three four five six seven eight you know nine paragraph review um and i'm gonna read the closing uh the last verse two is an exceedingly rare video game where it accomplishes moving forward the art of narrative storytelling and video games as a medium ultimately uh outweighs whether or not everyone quote likes or even ha- quote has fun playing it that said, we loved it, had a great time playing it, and I'm fine. I'm still thinking about this character's story even after the playthrough. So, random Microsoft employee. Right, yeah. Um, uh, another quote, uh, the visual quality attention detail is absolutely the best in class in every area, and overall the presentation is certainly ahead of anything that other teams have been producing on console and PC. We are frequently stunned by the quality of the game's visuals, and that seldom happens these days. It's even more impressive considering the game features two separate player characters with different groups of allies in different locations, along with Flash, but it seems to take places, places a year before. It features a shockingly wide variety of environments, weather, and day cycles, locations ranging from Wyoming to California. So, This, this is my favorite little bit at the end, is, is they did include a little bit of criticism. Mm-hmm. And the quote from this random Microsoft employee is, Naughty Dog still can't seem to make decent gun combat in any of their games, and this one is no exception. Luckily for them, it fits in with the game's overall theme and pushes the player toward using stealth overhead on. Mm-hmm. Also, one gripe about the moment-to-moment gameplay was really the game's inventory system. The inputs yeah. for weapon switching are all located on the D-pad, and there was no quick switch available between current and previous weapons, so unless you've got an additional thumb on your left hand, you're going to have to take your thumb off the moving controls in order to switch weapons, which was notably frustrating during more frenetic combat sequences. Mm. So, yeah, um, you know. It's interesting to hear, you know, those those console manufacturers, those publishers, you know. It's cool to see stuff like this. Like, like it's it's very interesting to see stuff like this. I'm, you know. All for it. Especially after yeah, all the fucking drama that mm-hmm. came out of Last of Us Two last year. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I felt like we like we only talked about that game for like three months, but it felt like like four years. <laughs> it felt like every week I had something to say about the goddamn Last of Us Two. Bro, that was like one of the most challenging times I've ever seen. It's just like everything. Like normally, you'll get like a news cycle for a game, like maybe three or four days it felt like months mm-hmm. people were talking about this shit well yeah people was... were planning podcasts making videos for months about this game well yeah because you had that like, leak that went out that leaked the, you know the leak man yeah. yeah and then like you had the oh, lead God. up and then you That's had the and then you had the people who were like this is sjw propaganda i'm on QAnon, uh, and then you had the fucking <laughs> Then you had the fucking people who were out here, you know, defending it, thinking it's the greatest thing in the history of ever. And the reality is, like, the game was good, but very flawed. Uh, like, let's calm don't, down. Don't, don't start it again. Don't you dare do it, properly. <laughs> I know, my, my glowing review of a four out of five, I really hated it. I know, it was terrible. A fucking awful. 
fucking horrible game. I put it in my top uh, 10 I hope, game. I hated it I hope, so much. I put it in my top 10 games of 2020. Yeah, uh, so bad. I hope Naughty Dog gets shut down after this garbage fire. Yeah. God. <laughs> fucking A. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, you uh, gave the game. We, you, if you give the game an eight out of ten, people are like, "Are you fucking crazy?" No, yeah. I'm just. It's that's really good. I don't. One of the many reasons we moved to <laughs> five out of five. Uh, uh, that was actually something I was actually behind the curve on. I, I saw like I, I was a big fan of the ten point system until I had to write reviews in it for over half a decade, and then I realized its flaws. Yeah. Yep. Another thing with Giant Bomb, I was I I learned from X Play really, but like Giant Bomb kind of confirmed it for me that the five point system. I I never thought the five point system was enough until I wrote over a hundred different reviews, and I was just like, oh, I get why this is stupid. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that that the, the ten point system is useful for when you're say ranking 20 something movies in between each other uh mm -hmm. like trying to rank them as as one to five is a little constraining but when i'm trying to rate something on its own uh i i find the five point system is just it's just it simplifies it well like, also if you've been reviewing games long enough how many reviews come down to you absolutely should buy this you probably should buy this you might want to buy this Probably don't, or God don't. Yeah. You know, like, yep. for fuck's sake, how many times did we write 7 out of 10? Uh, how it comes out, right? Yep. Like, dear lord. I think I think I came up with the perfect, the perfect rating system mm. for games. Mm. So you just equate it to a night out drinking, right? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is your first shot of tequila. All right, it's not going to go down that well, but you're going to start getting a little drunk. This is your 30th shot of tequila. You probably shouldn't have even ordered it. <laughs> comment, comment in the chat from HR Ninja. Five is the way to go. Yeah, that's why we moved to it. That's why, like, whenever I review a game on this podcast, um, I'm like, yeah, five, five out of five, four out of five, whatever it is. Like, I, I just, like, God, dude, I don't. Must have, probably should, maybe should, maybe shouldn't, don't. Yeah. Easy. Like, it's, because, like, you know, once again, we when did we switch to the five pointer? I want to say it was 2016. I have no clue. Um, I'm gonna hold on. Well, I can tell you when so. I left when I left uh, GameCraft and Gamer Access. I think we were doing like the ten point something system. We we definitely were. Hold on, I'm I'm going it was, to. It was definitely ten point system. Definitely. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it was yeah. It was ten when you joined. It, we switched yeah. midway through. Um. <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah, no, <laughs> we definitely switched midway through because, like, there are now, like, because if you go, because, by the way, the page is back up. If you is go, on, yeah, if you go on that site and you go to, so it's 2016 is when we made that switch, middle of 2016. So, Man. seven years oh into me reviewing God. video games, I realized this is stupid. You can't. <laughs> You can't even look at this goddamn website. There's just like a thousand ads just popped up. Uh, yeah, what? I'm running what ad is... block, so you yeah, know. same. I can't. I don't. Mm -mm. No, oh I will unad block you if you've earned my trust. Um. So, 
But yeah, I'm, so so yeah, like mid twenty sixteen. Um, yeah. but also around oh, that yeah. time, just like we started doing like way less reviews, right? Um, in general, so mm. um, I was the, I was the only one doing reviews. <laughs> um, the last one, two, three, four, five, six, six reviews besides your E three Microsoft impressions. A chair review and Madden were all me. <laughs> yeah, that's because you really wanted to write text reviews and I wasn't going to stop you. That's true. This and is we true. kept getting review codes and I kept asking you, hey, yo, you want it? Yeah. You kept sure. saying I was yes. Like, yeah. Why yeah. not? So I was like, all right, he's, he's good. I'll do all these fucking terrible games. Oh, <laughs> uh, he he's, yeah, like just. Especially because like we had a relationship with NIS, mm. and, uh, and so like and NIS, like you like NIS is such a great company to work with, but also they're a great company to work with because they will just like they will uh, send you review copies without you even asking sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I that's there you go. Ah, oh, God. Anyway, so. I need to use the restroom if you're gonna if you're gonna read this Mass Effect story. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll do, all right. Mass yeah. story. You have to go to the bathroom whenever you hear Mass Effect. Jeez, Aaron. Mass Effect. <laughs> just get Aaron. <laughs> just just remove him from any situation. Mass Effect. Shit. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, anyway, we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and talk about this Mass Effect slash Resident Evil news story. Um. So, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is out in a week. Resident Evil came out this week, uh, yes. two days ago. Um, in fact, next week we're looking to have someone who finished it as a big Resident Evil fan on the show. Um, so, there's that. Um, but, anyway, the, uh, the Legendary Edition is showing some performance differences in the consoles. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there's two modes. There's quality and performance. Performance is going to f- focus on frame rate. Quality is going to focus on resolution and extra visual effects. Uh, on the base consoles, uh, the base PS4 and base Xbox One, you're looking at 60 FPS, 1080p, um, uh, or uh, 30 FPS, uh, 1080p. Um, just more... F- you know, visual pizzazz on the pro version of console of the PS4. You're looking at 60 at 1440, 30 at 4k. Uh, same with the Xbox one X and series X. The interesting difference though, is, uh, the PS5, you're getting 60 FPS at 1440 P or 60 FPS at 4k. Versus the Series X, where you're getting 120 FPS at 4K, or 60 FPS at 4K. So, very interesting that um, you're getting a you're getting a higher frame rate and resolution if it supports it, and resolution bump over on the Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, this was also uh, this was also the case with Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil. Um, while it loads significantly faster on the PlayStation 5, 
Um, like it takes one and a half seconds to the Xbox's seven. Um, which granted by comparing that to what you're used to in modern consoles is like, what the hell? Why are you even talking about this? Um, and then, but the Xbox version, if you're running it with full clip, ray tracing, everything, the Xbox version has a more stable frame rate. Mm-hmm. Um, developers and people have come out and have said this is because uh, Sony has a better, faster, more custom SSD, which is why you're getting faster load times in a lot of cases on PS5 games, versus Microsoft has a not only stronger but a more modern graphics card. Right. So <clears throat> that's why you're getting prettier, faster better. running games over on the Xbox side of things right now. I think I'm like I think I think you guys we're gonna have to one day sit down with me and show me the difference because I still never understand the difference in the frames. I don't like I don't I don't oh, understand oh, the it. Frames. <laughs> the frame it doesn't I don't I don't know. Maybe my eyes are broken. Maybe there's like I just don't like want to notice it. I don't a, like, a lot a lot of it a lot I of it I don't notice it. A lot of it's game feel. I guarantee you I, I could do this on my PC one day if you're ever out here again. Is like I can lock games to certain frame rates. Any most PC games do that. The sure. biggest exa- the biggest thing for me was Halo. That's when I really noticed it. Is when like I'd play Halo on my Xbox, on my original Xbox, and it's running at 30, and then I'd play it on my PC when the PC version came out, and it's running at 60, and I'm like, whoa, why is it so much smoother? Because I didn't understand because I was like 13. And then I started reading on the internet. Well, there you go. I figured it out. Wait, Thomas, are you saying you don't notice the difference between 30 and 60? I th- Okay, I thought we were talking about like Hertz and like 60 to 120. No, like I can like, understand that being more subtle and like struggling to see that. But 30 to 60, I don't. The FPS, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't know how to explain it. Like I've played games like I've played Dark Souls and uh, Witcher on console and PC, and like it's obvious. Like I have the ca- the FPS counter in the corner, and it's way higher. It's like I don't. I don't feel or see a difference. I don't know what and it honestly, is. And honestly, that puts you at an advantage because when someone hears 30 lock, you know, most people are going to be pissed about it, but like right. it doesn't affect you. So like that's actually good for you, but damn. Yeah, as, as yeah I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> as I've gotten like older and like played more games, for certain <clears throat> games, I notice a difference between even 120 and 60. Like Gears of War, yeah. like when I sit down and I play fucking Gears of War, I notice instantly. No. I can tell you exactly because so I play Gears of War in my free time a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's a good game where if I like, eh, I have an hour to relax and play a game. Let's play some Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got the new TV that does 120, mm-hmm. um, I instantly noticed the difference. I'm like, whoa, this is so much more responsive. Yeah. Um, same thing with Halo. See, um, see, there's there's clearly something wrong with me. Ninja in the chat is like, nah, you can only see 24. Then he says, Dark Souls was what did it for me. Playing Dark Souls at 30, then using a fan patch to put it at 60 really made me see it. There's something wrong with me. There's something (laughs) wrong with me. (laughs) You're not the only one. I can tell you that right now. I've had this discussion with my my brother uh, who who doesn't understand, and I don't know if it's... uh, if it's an eye thing or or yeah, what, maybe. I don't know. 
I've also noticed these are the same, like the the thing though, Aaron is you and I are both people who and who are like suckers for game feel. So sure. And the people I've noticed who care about it most are people who are really sensitive to that. Because mm-hmm. you think it affects game feel more than just looking at it. Yeah, right? like visually, like there's like less motion blur and like it's a little smoother. But like yeah. it affects game feel more than else. But I say the same way. I keep trying to find the game to show her the difference. For me, for me, it was Halo. Like Halo, and then like Unreal Tournament were like the two. That Last were, but like, not least, fast where it's like fast moving. That's a good way to. Like like first person fat or oh. just show someone VR when it's not running like below sixty. <laughs> if you want a I real tr- good, I should try. Maybe I should try. Hello. Yeah, I what? should try. Uh, I have no idea, dude. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe I should try Apex because I played a shitload oh. of Apex on my PlayStation and I do have it on my PC. But I've only ever joined a lobby and I was like, nah, I just I don't want to play right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, maybe that'll be one. different. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I, I think that, um, yeah, I, I think that that you know, we'll we'll. Well, so, I also there's obviously no right. There's no difference in if I'm using a like the controller or the keyboard, right? It's like it has nothing to do with that feel. No, no, right? no. Because okay. I play because I play Gears on a fucking Xbox controller on this monstrous TV. Hmm. So like that's that's you know that you, you once again Gears of War was the the Gears of War I was able to notice fucking instantly I was like whoa that's faster that is re- way more responsive holy shit HR Ninja in chat says play Luminous at sixty then play it at one twenty the game is so much harder and faster at one twenty it'll force you to notice it okay um, I think that might be because that's also that game ties its game logic to its frame rate. Ooh, so, then in which case, yeah, it would be harder. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, uh, um, it is, yeah. So, no, fighting games do that, too. So, oh if you have God. a fighting game that has an unlocked frame rate, that's that's why you'll notice most fighting games have a locked frame rate. Like, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball is locked 60, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it will not let you go below or above. I remember uh, when I, I'm a big Skate fan, and Skate and Skate 2 were 30... FPS and in Skate Three they switched it to sixty and I was not happy because it was just it was just different like I don't know like it's supposed to look I, the camera angle and everything it's supposed to look like it's on film like you're recording a skate film and then you're pushing it to sixty like I'm there and it's like ah. I'm Man. trying to remember there was another game I played where the logic was like the logic of the game was linked to the frame rate and it completely fucking broke it. If oh. you tried to play it above sixty, and I'm trying to remember what the fuck it was, that's um, super weird. So yeah. Anyway, Adrian um, just says I couldn't figure out why that game was so much harder than I remember doing it until I realized I was playing at 120. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Near that would make sense. Near replicants logic. Yeah. The, um, hmm. Those kind of games do that. It's why Devil May Cry. Uh, all the ones before five were locked at sixty on PC. Oh man, near replicant. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Damn. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, no surprise, this console starting to differentiate what they're good at. Sony with their faster load times, Xbox with their beefier GPU. Yep, mm. makes sense. Uh, bigger difference. Bigger difference this time around. No. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. 
which um, I appreciate. Yeah. Um, it it makes picking my version of Resident Evil harder because I'm sitting here going like, well, I do like fast load times, especially in games like that because I die a lot. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm also very sensitive to frame rate. <laughs> so well, we've had this conversation is the problem, which is uh. You know, frame rate tends to win out if it's like too low. If that frame rate, yeah. like default frame rate, is too low. Oh, oh, and then I'm sitting here being like, "Man, PC would solve both <clears throat> these issues, but I can't buy a fucking yeah." They sure card. would. <laughs> uh, or a graphics card that can drive this shit at 4K 60. I should say. Um, so hey, we got Game Pass releases. Uh, new ones coming. Game Pass. HR Ninja says I should have gone with PC. It has ultra wide support, uh, but sub two second load times are very nice. Yes, they are. Yeah, that PS5 version. Mm-hmm. Technically, you can buy uh, SSD that can provide those load times if you got the money. Yeah, if it's two, you want to spend 250 bucks on a hard drive, homie. Feels good. <laughs> Uh, yeah feels Oof. real good mm. yeah just I like mean, that. I, I mean i paid like fucking Avengers or something you know what actually i did pay 220 dollars for that fucking uh series x ssd and you know what yeah it was worth it okay it was sure. worth it to just to i never have to worry about storage on my xbox i fucking yeah. never have to fucking worry about storage on my xbox it's fucking great. nice that is pretty good. Um, okay, so uh, coming to Game Pass, Dragon Quest Builders is already out. FIFA 21, Outlast 2, and Steep also came out the other day. Coming this upcoming week, Final Fantasy X, X, X2 HD Remaster, mm. Just Cause 4, Red Dead Online, Remnant from mm. the Ashes, and because it's it links into our next two story, uh, Psychonauts, Psychonauts. Uh, the original, which is interesting because recently on the Xbox website, they let you download and pre- and preload Psychonauts 2. Uh, for Oh, right, yes. Um, and then briefly after... The uh, the the game page and features page went up for Psychonauts two. So um, and it's so a lot of people are speculating that that is an E three like release, like a Psychonauts wow. two was out today. Okay, yeah, That'd be fun. Um, so. So yeah, uh, and and they'd even be, when, and it'd be gold at this point, right? Yeah, and, well, and not yeah. only that, but I went on the Microsoft website, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you go the if you go to the Microsoft website and you try to go to the page now, it's like has a redeem a code thing on it to redeem Ooh. a code for Psychonauts two, and that's all they have for it. Interesting. You can't pre buy it on their page. You can't do anything. It's just redeem a code or go to its landing page. <clears throat> That's, That's it. Dope. Oh, and then okay. the system, and then it has system requirements on it, um, oh, and sorry. it's a general overview and features list. Which, hey, 4K play anywhere, optimized for Series X slash S gamepad, and it's on Xbox One Series X S slash PC. So, right. Um, idea idea for this game for later supposed- down the line. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, idea for later down the line here for community night. There's this, there's this little game called Red Dead Online. That might be fun. 
we all do have PCs. We do. Varying levels of strength, but we could probably all run it. If we can run Red Dead, Red Dead Online. I'm, I intend to like at least start it up and see, because I've wanted to play that like real bad. Guys, guys gotta, What's that? Guys, let me know, let me know if... Uh... If uh, Rockstar paid that uh, crossplay fee, and I'll play. <laughs> yeah, <on> right. <laughs> Rockstar should be able to afford that. Come the fuck on. Rockstar was probably like, "Are you serious? Did you really just- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you really? You're talk- Did you? You're talking about like what I pay for my coffee in the morning? No problem. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Psychonauts two, uh, possibly out this. It got delayed. It was supposed to be out this February, so it's been. Yeah. Uh, been about been four months, so yep. and they put out a uh, you know so you know we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that game in a big way. I was the only person who's a bigger fan of that first one than I am is uh, Quinn. Quinn oh. Psychonauts is one of his favorite games of all time. Wow. Um. So this be interesting. Um, yeah. Um. And then, but, uh, Remnant from the Ashes is is like a damn good game. From what I hear, it's been tough to get like a, a good price drop on that. So for that to come to Game Pass is pretty big. Yeah. Um, and I can vouch for Steep as a fantastic snowboarding game. And Final Fantasy X is my second favorite Final Fantasy. So. But yeah, favorite of a lot of people. Yeah. So. Um, oh wow. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff coming. Um, and that Psychonauts two stuff, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm it's gonna be pretty hype. Like, and it's day one. On, you know, it's out today on Game Pass. Go play it. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, games leaving Game Pass: Hotline Miami, Aww. Alan Wake, <laughs> Battlefleet, okay. Dungeon of the Endless, mm. Plebe Quest, Final what? Fantasy Nine. Final Plebe Fantasy Quest? Nine. Oh. I'm bummed that that's leaving because I eventually want to try that game out because everyone has a weird like Final Fantasy favorite. Some people it's like, you know, oh, it's six. Like, yeah, sure. Seven. Okay. Eight. Strange, but sure. Okay. Leon is very beautiful. Uh, Ten. (laughs) Sure. You know, I like nine a lot. Nine is probably my third favorite. Nine, nine is the one I've heard most recently. Like that's the newest one I've heard. Like is there is someone's favorite? I've a lot heard... of people, yeah, a lot of people like that. Not one. nine mm. go. So here's the thing about nine is like it goes back to the old, more fantasy mm. side of Final Fantasy. Like right. seven went all steampunk and all this shit. Where like not like nine was just like, nah, yeah, we're going back to the old ways. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yo, my boy, my boy Ninja in chat with the correct answer. It is Final Fantasy Tactics. We're all wrong. Oh, there are a ton of people who say Tactics is their Wait, favorite. Wait, Quinn yeah. is a bigger fan than me. Oh, no, I guess Emily would be number one. Nine is my fave, says Smiley. Nine's good. Nine's really good. I, I, I know uh, nothing about Nine. Yeah. I, I, so I, I like it a lot. So that's all coming to Game Pass. Uh, now on to negative news that makes Bronson angry. For the next three news stories. <laughs> Thomas with the woo. Thomas's favorite segment. Bronson <laughs> gets mad at I, Blizzard. I mean, to be honest, it's probably like some of the most entertaining stuff on, on this channel is Bronson ranting about something. So here we go. Let's go. Let's do it, baby. All right. Blizzard has lost millions of monthly players. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> Everyone. And I know why. Because I'm one of them. <laughs> We can go into a whole rant about that, but 
Um, if you were here last week, you got a taste of that. Blizzard had 27 million active monthly users last quarter. Wow. This is down from 32 million in 2020 and 2019 and 38 million in 2018. Wow. People are leaving in droves. Mm. However, it does not matter. Because their revenue grew by 7% over the past Amazing. year. Rotsev, what happened here? How did this happen? I understand. You, we've, we've talked previously about the drop in player count. We can go over that again if we need to. But how? What? How are they making money? Microtransactions? Uh, well, that's part of it. So let's see. Thanks primarily to Warcraft and the Warcraft Shadowlands expansion. World of Warcraft saw strong reach and engagement and participation in value-added services, along with a high number of new players joining for the first time, boosted by incentives to boost onboarding. So what this means is they recently brought back the Recruit-A-Friend program, and that was probably really successful, mm -hmm. especially because the, the new player and the veteran player got a ton of free shit out of it. Um. Well, free, you know, in quotes. You have to pay for the yeah, sub yeah. in the game. Right. Free. But, you know. <clears throat> but, like, let's say, you know, Aaron, you wanted to start a new Warcraft account today. You would yeah. get, like, after you pay for your first month, you'd get, like, two extra free months. I get a special mount and a bunch of bullcrap. We can teleport to each other at any time. Right. Um, oh. You know, so there's that. And then in that, let's see. And then Blizzard has released a ton of microtransaction bullshit uh for this uh, real real quick i just want to say in the chat uh three <laughs> things hr ninja says should have a stinger transition that just says bronson rages for this segment which yeah absolutely but also the funnier part is i haven't unsubbed but i should okay unsubbed well you know the thing <laughs> is is you're probably gonna resub because i have fucking other news that's related <laughs> wait don't Damn be it. so hasty ninja <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Bronson's gonna go crazy, and then he's gonna say a bunch of positive shit. Um, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> say no. I'm gonna say like two positive things, but there's a lot of built up rage. So over the past year, they have put out one, two, three, four mounts. It looks like in total. Mm -hmm. Oh no, wait, five five new pay mounts, which that's 125 dollars. Uh, at least one or two pets, and then the and then a transmog outfit. On top of that, they have also um, they have also done two separate programs, which they're currently running it. Where is if you sub if you commit to a six month subscription, you get a special mount or transmog or um, uh, or pet. Like, right now, if you subscribe for six months, you get a golden flying bull. So okay. that's, a, that's a perfect example of them shitting the bed. Uh, let's see. You're all expecting <laughs> the okay resub message. <laughs> okay. uh, we'll see here. We got a couple more so stories to go through. All of this is... So basically, that combined with Hearthstone heavily monetizing idiots... Um, combined with the uh, the predatory loot boxes in Overwatch, <laughs> oh, uh, 
and you know probably Warzone as well. If I were to guess, I don't I don't pay for Call of Duty microtransactions because I think they're stupid, but I just like playing the game, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, you know, so all of those things are probably a good indicator why, uh, along with the Burning Crusade related microtransaction bullshit I'm about to go over. So they, positive news, Burning Crusade Classic is out June 1st. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Big fan of old World of Warcraft. You're ready to see it on this channel. Yes, you will see my leveling process whenever possible. Um, so, so big fan of classic World of Warcraft. Probably like it a lot more than modern World of Warcraft, in all honesty, every time I load the game up. And then same can be said for TBC. It's coming out June 1st, and the pre-patch is out March 18th. You're like, Bronson, that sounds like great news. A little soon, and that pre-patch is a little short, but mostly that's good news, right? Classic was a huge success. It's arguably more popular than regular WoW. Well, they're finding a way to fuck it up. <laughs> they're okay. finding a way. If there's a will, how. there's a way. Okay. Especially with Blizzard. Just, yeah. just fucking you. They just... have like, they have super Sony syndrome. Like, yeah. Y- yes. Like, Something really, really good. It's like, oh man, and then Bronze is like, man, they're doing great. It's amazing. And then it just like crumbles. Like like the like the facade of the stock market. Just (laughs) so they've announced the Burning Crusade Classic Deluxe Edition. And you're probably wondering, wait, isn't it free with your sub? Yes, the base game is free with your subscription. That is correct. However, they're giving you some options. First off, they're giving you the reawakened phase hunter mount. So they went and they designed a mount for a game that is not currently 14 years old that is exclusive to Classic. This is a new mount. This is gross. I went over why this was gross last week. Because WoW is Dogecoin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went over this as gross last week. In old World of Warcraft, mounts were a really fucking big deal. If you didn't if you had a mount that wasn't just the standard mount, fucking A, dude, you were probably a boss. So adding another mount to the game that wasn't in the original game, A goes against the classic mantra of no changes. And B, great, now we're going to have a million people on these goddamn serpent things. These phase hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, they made another version of this mount for current World of Warcraft, which that's fine, whatever. The game's been, you know, they've added those the mounts forever. Uh, a special toy that's exclusive to Classic. A hearthstone that's a dark portal. Uh, a special uh, Illidan toy that leaves firing fell footsteps in your wake. The Dark Portal Pass, which boosts one character to level 58. Um, so that means you uh, get one. That means, let's say you skipped Classic. You didn't like Vanilla World of Warcraft. Uh, man, if you had that AQ, right? Like, dude, if you saw someone walk around with that black fucking scarab, that dude was a pimp. Uh, like, fucking, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. So, no. But then, the, the, the so let's say you skipped classic 
Like, let's say, Thomas, you skip Classic, but let's say you want to come back for Burning Crusade. Instead sure. of leveling a character fresh, this will boost one character level 58, so you can just start in Burning Crusade. Um, it cannot be used on a Blood Elf or a Drain Eye, those you will have to level. And then finally, 30 days of World of Warcraft game time. Well, now I'm definitely not playing because I wanted to make a Blood Elf. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so, now if you just want to start now, you could just get the regular Dark Portal Pass, the character boost, which is $40. Mm-hmm. But, this is awesome, but then there's a, uh, there's one last piece of fucking salt microtransaction in this wound. So, there, so when you turn on the game for pre-patch uh, in in uh, patch in on the 18th, the game's gonna go. All right, hey man, we got your character. Do you want to continue into the Burning Crusade, or do you just want to stay in Classic Land forever? Mm-hmm. So you choose. I'm gonna go into Burning Crusade. But what you can do. Now, I thought when they announced this microtransaction that th- that this was going to be a microtransaction, I was like, oh, this is going to be like $15 to $20 at most. Well, Dang. if you want to clone your character so you can have the option of him in Classic Forever and going to the Burning Crusade, you can pay $35. What? Why? What the hell? That's ridiculous. So if, you, <sighs> so if you want to have your character just hang out in Classic for all eternity... And go on to Burning Crusade at the same time instead of one or the other. Thirty-five dollars per character. That's a, that's. I don't even have words. The... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is gross. That's it's real bad. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, that's, um... God. Wow, fuck like, Blizzard. Like, the, the thing about <laughs> this is, is, like, I'm in a, like, I actually have no intention to play a warrior through Burning Crusade. I just don't have the patience to do it. So I'm, like, currently have a mage, and I'm, like, do I want to power grind a mage? Do I just want to suck it up and buy the portal pass? Um, oh, you know, and, like, what do I do with my warrior now? Do I just leave him in classic forever? Because I do like playing classic. Or do I carry him over to Burning Crusade as an alt? So like, fuck, Jesus, this is gross. All right, Ninja, where are you at, man? It's <clears throat> it's funny because I just we'll get to this briefly later, but uh, I finished Stormblood in Final Fantasy XIV, and I'm because I did that. I'm considering like leveling a monk because I've been wanting to try that as a class or a job rather, um, mm-hmm. and. You know, the leveling process for getting a character up to that, like, is a long one. Uh, mm-hmm. So they have a, a pass where you can pay $25 to just jump you up to 70 And I just don't think I'm going to do it. I think I would rather try to level my character up all the way because I just don't feel like I'll get all my bills paid. But 25 bucks is a lot to just jump this character up where if I just... Like, once I get past all the story stuff, if I just throw on a video and just grind and get through it, like, eventually I'll get there and have not spent any money. So for them to be like, oh, we'll clone your character for 35 fucking dollars for no reason, like, wow. Well, so that the thing is, though, is, like, I want that character to be 
able to be on the cutting edge of rating. <coughs> so time is a factor yeah. is the problem. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Sure. So so but just yeah. again, it's 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 the cloning bit, like just that on its own. That is the just... gross. That, no, that's the grossest part of this. The rest of that, I'm yeah. like, oh. the rest of that, I'm like, well, mm. you have 30 days of game time, yeah. and you get this shitty mount that shouldn't be in the game. But 30 days of game uh, time is nice. Uh, yeah, and you get you know, and you get fucking, you know, you get and you get the boost, which I mean. You know, having a second character boosted, or if you're mm-hmm. coming back to just play Burning Crusade, you're being just ready for Burning Crusade. All that shit's yeah. nice. Like, okay, yeah. like fine. Yep. It's just like the cloning, like the cloning thing is so gross. And like the thing it's is, is really like bad. I'm like I'm sitting here debating, like, okay, do I have to? Do I want to? Yeah. Yep. You know, like that, that. You know, that's the shitty part about it. Yep. Um. You know. Ugh. Uh. Like. Like true, true HR HR Ninja HR Ninja says uh, I couldn't do it. I hate leveling so much. Uh, so did you did I, you I did you cap a character time. in classic or are you um um okay fair enough. Yeah, I can't rehash old content. See, I love classic in that era of World of Warcraft and MMOs so much that like like it's mm-hmm. worth it to me. And also, it's I played it so long ago. It's like playing a new game. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so. I- I'm just so happy. I don't play MMOs anymore. <laughs> That's a good call. Way so to go. happy. Not even Elder Scrolls. Nothing. Just goodbye. Nope. Yeah. Was, good call, no. to be honest with you. 35 bucks to transfer a character? I would literally, like, I'd make a video of me uninstalling it. I'd be like, but fuck, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Aaron, if Burning Crusade was not coming out on June 1st, I literally would have made a Final Fantasy account right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, so... Oh god, I'm so fucking pissed at this. Just, just yo, blinding rage. Yes, like, and the thing is, is like what this translates to is like, I'm, I'm probably like the thing is, is between the thirty days of game time and the boost, that's fifty five dollars. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, well, I might as well spend the other fifteen and get this <laughs> fucking toy and co- and fucking mount. No, um, Bronson, no. Don't give in. Uh, what is this? Um, you so. were just you were just complaining about fee- Sony paying fees. Uh, and Sony getting fees. And you're gonna <laughs> throw all this money at Blizzard for nothing? And I mean I'm well to be fair, if I was a game dev and I wanted crossplay, I would probably pay that fee as well. So <sighs> if you have the money for it, sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm definitely I am definitely paying for a boost for a mage though. Like I can't. That's the see. That's the weirdest part. Like I've always understood. Like you don't have time to play the game, so we're gonna level boost you. But at the same time, it's like you're paying like what is forty bucks to not play a game that you paid for. Well, well, no, 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 no. no. This is different because I don't want to level a maid through all the vanilla content. I am fine leveling it through all the Burning Crusade content. That's fine. That's what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. Like that, that. Like my mage is here for the new expansion. He is not here to relive what I relived on my warrior. <laughs> um, so, anyway. It's weird how high that price is to skip content that you've played uh, on, especially for something that has a monthly subscription. Like, they're yeah, already yeah, like yeah, no, that, 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 well, I mean, this is why they made 7% more month, more you know, more in profit. Yes. But lost. Because they got, they got 20% grosser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the Shit. thing the thing about this this fucking mount that pisses me off in particular is like 
they added, and I went over this last week, is they added the fucking, like, cash shop during Wrath of the Lich King. So like, you guys literally could not have just waited for one expansion. Like, for when you do, like, you guys could have just, you had to just wait one more expansion to be gross, and you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, god damn it. And then yep. Shadowlands... Shadowlands has this fucked problem of, of like, the core content is really good. Mythic dungeons are really good. Raids are a lot of fun. PvP is great. But everything surrounding it, mm-hmm. like the conduit system and Soul Ash and Torghast and all this other bullshit, fucking sucks. Oh. So, like, <laughs> I log in to regular... To to fucking play uh, to, to regular to, to enjoy raids and mythics, and then the game is like engage with our outside systems, and I'm like, ew, no. <laughs> <Sure>. uh, so, <laughs> um, anyway, we're, we're running short on time, so we're gonna skip the last news story here. Do um, you want to just read it real quick? Yeah, Riot Games is monitoring your voice chat in Valorant. To fight so, toxicity, they say. To fight so. toxicity, so they're recording every bit of conversation you have, and Ooh. then um, you know if you get reported, they're going to go in and listen to it. Where? How else am I supposed to sell my drugs? God like, damn what it! What am I supposed to do? Right. <laughs> this is God. the marketplace. This is it, Valorant. That's where <laughs> I do it. <laughs> do it over Twitch. Just stream it. Twitch, I'm sure, will be fine with it. Could you imagine? Oh. If- <laughs> They did that. Like they're just having like a like they're just talking and they're on their phone. Is like, yo, what's good, bro? Yeah, come through. I got you. Twenty bag, no doubt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and EA bought Super Mega Baseball. So uh, that 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 is that could be real bad. That could that is they, they need the money because uh, like a good arcade baseball game is needed, and Super Mega Baseball is absolutely that. But they could totally fuck that up. Ugh. At least this. Hopefully, this means they get uh, MLB teams because uh, they've had to have like people make the best, like, like use their custom team maker to try and make all the teams, and then get that information out there to, for other people to download. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <sighs> Super Mega Baseball is good. If you want a good arcade baseball game, that's your game. I still gotta try that game out. I still gotta play it. Good. <clears throat> play three. When you look at one, like the art of one, it's it's just revolting. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's fun to play. Um, so yeah, hey, Aaron, you played Pokemon Snap, right? I've been playing more Pokemon Snap. Hey, uh, it's Pokemon Snap. Uh, it's you know we've been running through different areas, and they're showing off different uh, Pokemon in each of them. And as you level up in each area, you like Pokemon are are you know interacting with the area differently. Um. Do, the rating system, the changes they made to the rating system. I talked about this last week, but I, I really enjoy them. There's a one, two, three, and four star uh, events, like activities that Pokemon do. And you, so you get ranked on each of them. And then there's a bronze, silver, gold, diamond star system to see if you got, you know, you did well based on a similar point system to what the original Pokemon Snap had. Um, I'm having a great time. The sticker stuff that people have been, been doing is just fun oh it's not, dude i've like, been seeing amazing, it all over twitter it's, it's fucking hilarious yeah yeah people are doing fun stuff with that um so yeah no it's, it's been a it's been a great time if you wanted pokemon snap and like i said last week the ability to have your 
portable system be the camera and you're like moving around within the world to take your pictures and then you're in a chair like this where you can spin around like you're in the pod mm. um it's it's fun it's, it's it's exactly what you wanted from a new pokemon snap uh i'm you know again it's nothing amazing you know innovative or revolutionary it's just exactly what a pokemon sequel should have been so i'm thrilled that's okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, I played more Monster Hunter Rise. They finally got me to dig Monster Hunter. You you have been talking some Monster Hunter Rise in a way I was not expecting. They <laughs> they found a way. So what they had to do is strip away all the horse shit. Huh. Ah, the the interesting fucking forever <laughs> tutorials and the yep. fucking million like. The, there's millions of systems, but they fucking quickly engage you with them. And they get to the core part of the gameplay of just, okay, I go to town, and I pick a monster, and then I go fight it. Yeah. And, and it's marked on the map, it's quick, it's easy, it's fun. I'm not super far into it. I am only, like, seven different monsters in. But so far, uh, I have let, like, Monster Hunter World has this big fucking prologue. And they need you to, they have this hour-long fucking tutorial. And, like, once I got out of there, I was having a good time. But even then, it was just was taking forever. Mm-hmm. This is just so snappy, mm. and it's and it's made it, and it, you know, and like yeah, I don't love the combat still. Um, sure. If if someone made Monster Hunter with Devil May Cry combat, it would be like Holy the perfect shit. video game. <laughs> That's that. insane. So, yeah. but yeah, like it's great. It's it's good. Surprised how much I like it. Too bad it's gonna go into a drawer. The second Mass Effect's out next week, but hey. Yeah. Hey, enjoy it while you got it. And I've been oh. looking into Resident Evil 8, and I'm very interested in it because it does seem more action-oriented than uh, 7 is. Like, it seems like it's trending a little closer to 4, which, as I've stated before, my favorite Resident Evils are 4 and 5 because mm. they, they become action-horror, not just horror. And yeah. I don't like 6 because it just turns into an action movie and a buggy, shitty action movie at that. So I, I don't know if he's still in the chat, Director Smiley. Um, what do you think I would like Resident Evil Eight? I know you're a Resident Evil like super fan. Uh, once again, if you're still in the chat, um, you know, would you think I would like Eight? Because I'm kind of on the fence. I heard it's more action and story oriented, so that's kind of had me interested. And like I've watched clips, and like it it does seem cool. So we'll see if he responds. I'm, to I'm, that. What's the name of the woman? Oh, Lady, Demi- Lady, Lady Demetrescu. Yeah. All my all my fan art on Twitter of her, that's that's the most I'm going to get from, from Resi 8. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, oh, her, her and I, the other three, like... Her daughters. Daughters, and then, like, seem like a fun time. Mm. Yeah, you can take me up to that castle anytime. I'm, um, <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm waiting to hear more on what people think of of, of the game so far because I, I actually have not been hearing too much. I've heard a lot of positive things. Like like granted, I have a couple, generally positive. Yeah, I've heard generally positive things. Um, people aren't as going as ape shit for it as they did at uh, Returnal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so which but, Eternal has been like like generally positive, but also has had some mixed. Yeah, um, this has been generally positive with a few mixed odds and ends as well. But you know, interesting. 
Okay. So, yeah. Oh. I also, I lied to you, Bronson. I did play something. What, Ooh, did you is, play something is, new? What was it? That is, oh, well, it is new. It's it's new-ish. I played, uh, I, well, I mean, I don't know if you'll count it, but it's the latest snapshot of Minecraft. So it's like the newest, oh, the newest God. version. Okay. Oh, it's, it's the, uh, so like what they do is every update, they give you like a P, like they give you like a, a vertical slice of the game that you can play. All and right. I played, um, I played half of the Caves and Cliff update, which was the Caves update. And, uh, it gives you access to the deep dark. So like normally the bottom is like zero. Now the bottom of the world is like, I think it was negative a hundred something. Uh, and it gives you access to the deep dark and there's like huge, massive, like cavernous areas. You can travel by boat in like all these new mining areas and all this shit. There's new enemies who is completely unstoppable. His name is the warden and in like the full gear, full enchanted gear, um, like the highest gear in the game with the, one of the best weapons you can get, he could still kill you in two fucking hits. Like he is a monster, Jesus. and you got you got to go down there, uh, to to get all the good stuff because now, all like there's a whole graph. Everything shifted from where you can get diamond and gold and emeralds. They put like emerald and coal now spawns high up in the cliffs, mm. um, and diamonds spawn way further below than zero now. They used to spawn at like Y sixteen, which was the depth of the world, but now they spawn. I believe it's like negative twenty. So it's a lot. Jesus. It's a lot more difficult now. Like the first night, because the first night in Minecraft is actually going to mean something again, because it's going to be it's going to be really like really difficult. They're trying to put that fear back into your first like few days of Minecraft. Because normally you just you could just dig a hole, go down there, you can start mining your iron. You have your house, your bed, and you got iron everything by the end of your first night if you know what you're doing. And it's not really scary anymore, but yeah, like I was legitimately terrified playing because you can like open holes now. Like there's no more lava sounds. Oh no! Um, not for not for like uh like if there's a cavern. So if mm. there's a cavern and there's lava in the cavern, you will not hear lava. So you'll break through and you could just drop down like thirty feet to your death. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, but they redid they redid everything. It looks really cool. It's no longer like weird stuff like it can open up and it's 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 amazing and if anybody does play minecraft check it out i intend to play minecraft more again when i get something that supports ray tracing because that's how i want to play minecraft I th yeah that's that's uh i mean there's tons of really good shaders i could i could give you there in the game uh, the game i have my minecraft looks fucking gorgeous okay so. Okay. I changed everything. It does not look so, like vanilla Minecraft. All right. Ooh. So, um, all right. yeah. So we've run a little long. So I'm going to save our topic of the week for next week. Okay. Um, we can do that. Yeah. So, because we're already over the. Will you be on for next week, Thomas? Yes. Cool. Yes. Then good. As, uh, all right. Yes, yes, yes. I'm down. So, uh, anyway, before we leave, questions, comments, concerns from anyone? While that, while that's, while you, that's all happening, I just want to say, I, like, I finished Stormblood uh, of uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I got to work through the post post patch stuff and work towards Shadowbringers. But all these people talking mess about Stormblood. I don't understand. That was I had a fun Dude, time with that. It's something great. about Asia expansions. I swear, because like with WoW, it was the same with even with Pandaria. With like, Pandaria, right? Pandaria was super awesome, and everyone's just like, "This is fucking stupid." I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you people?" <laughs> 
right. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, as is Sunday tradition, we got cartmail to raid. Art Bale's on. Yeah. If for whatever reason you Great follow us man. and you are not following and loving Cart Bale's awesome co- content, you need to do that. He is the sweetest Belgian boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to go rate him now. Yep. Let's uh, do it. Everyone get over. Everyone get over. See you guys next week. All right. Good see good. you next week. See you on Tuesday for more movie reviews. Woo! Bye.